forever. Dog. Warning, the following podcast contains cherub-faced garbage cans, goats sitting at a table, Jason Sheridan's secret identity, and many calls to heed warnings. Jason Wolner returns to talk Efteling on today's podcast, The Ride. Welcome to Podcast The Ride, a theme park podcast, which today is your home for horrendous mispronunciation. <laughs> <Sorry>. You <laughs> did you mispronounce it. Nice. Keep it in. So keep it in. So insecure about the mispronunciation. I was going to say mispron- horrendous mispronunciations of Dutch words. Yeah, but you But also English words, wow. seemingly. Well, shit. Scott Gardner here, fucking up from the get-go. <laughs> Mike Carlson making fun of me all I'm the way. I'm here. Well, no, I'm saying this is a mistake. that We must embrace it. This is part of the, the reality of podcast and people love to, as jason said people love to hear how the sausage is made yeah well this is jason sheridan hi the i've i've noted that this has been said a lot lately and i've found that you guys saying how the sausage gets made just means a mundane fact about how we're recording right now oh, oh i see like, just, to go, just to go into how the sausage gets made it's mm-hmm. uh, 57 degrees right now right and like oh, Jason's- interesting interesting sausage making <laughs> yeah <laughs> jason's wearing uh shoes with a white nike swoosh logo on them that's mm-hmm. what, oh, very that's how- people like hearing how the sausage they like hearing how the sausage is made yeah, yeah. what uh, the sausage looks like <laughs> what uh, tiny mistakes the sausage makes scott i looked that up too because i'm like I'm going to mispronounce a oh, lot yeah. of this. And, oh, yeah, we're, we're screwed on this one. But uh, uh, I, I will say that the the park today has a very good English language website. And mm. in the Netherlands, while the official language is Dutch, you often hear, it's very common to hear uh, French, German, English. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so we got a lot of different languages oh, yeah, okay. we can uh, uh, screw up. Oh, yeah. yeah, we butcher the English language <laughs> a couple times a week. So this will be exciting. I, hey, you remember when I what did I call the agave? What did I call a guave? I called it a guave yeah, years you. ago. Yeah, it's not that's maybe my worst. least my my worst one. I think. Or no, no. You know what it is? Multiple times uh, calling Jan Wenner Jan Winter. <laughs> from Rolling Stone. Oh, <laughs> that's my how most dare, humiliating dare mispronunciation. Sail the legacy of a boring man <laughs> that it's it, like in a few years the last person who knows who he is will be dead. <laughs> no one will need to know what that's his name true. is. That's fair. Uh, uh, let's bring in our guest who is here to talk about Efteling, a big one, yeah. legendary theme park in the Netherlands, and we're here with somebody who's been and he's also one of our favorite folks. Uh, he's of course the director of Borat's subsequent movie film and the director and creative mind behind Paul T. Goldman, a fantastic series on Peacock, all six episodes of which are streaming right now. It's Jason Walliner. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, guys. Uh, very happy to be back. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> happy to have you back. And also, and I'm glad that you're willing to come back also, just given some of the recent weirdness. I don't think I need to say this. People have seen the headlines already. But, of course, um, I... Uh, and being charged by the Santa Fe District Attorney uh, with involuntary defamation for all the times that I've called you the Alec Baldwin of Podcast the Ride. Well, you know, um, I thought, yeah, I didn't think we'd get into that, but um, I, I know maybe we're not supposed to, and we can cut this if we're not. Uh, if we're not, we'll run it by a lawyer or something. But I, to me, that feels like that—that's for lawyers to sort out. The trial will happen. 
Um, but, you know, you and I here, that, that problem's not between us. You know that I first said it and meant to be in a complimentary way. And look, it's it's you being charged by the Santa Fe detective or sheriff's office. So I, mm-hmm. Look, it's not me. To me, when you say Alec Baldwin of Podcast the Ride, I think that means I'm probably one of the mo- noblest guests you've had on, one of the best human beings. Uh, you exactly, know, yes, yes. Most you, humble, you, you not, a, not a murderer. You have to think the context shit. of when it was said. Uh, and this is the, so getting charged. I, this is what I'm. This is going to be my defense. You're telling me my own defense. You, you're a, a, a great father like him. Great father, um, yeah, never, strong of a father. Strong you got to get a couple more going. You couple get more a few going. More in there. Strong uh, voicemail parenting uh, history. <laughs> You called you. You have young children, but you still you set up a phone line to call them just to leave them like great. What I, th- I assume yeah, are wonderful love notes. The best way to uh, distribute life lessons to your kids is through a voicemail um, when you tell them what they are. Whenever you think of something, just call. Leave the uh, leave a memo. Uh, um, and, and much like uh, Alec Baldwin, you do a killer Trump impression. We love <laughs> we love do. to hear it. Says I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Of you. No, you usually you charge people to do it, so we don't want to. Yeah, no, I, I uh, but thank you. Thank you, Scott. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm glad we, I'm glad we can start uh, through this anyway. Uh, um, all right, well, so to move from one thing that you're you're known on the podcast for to another, the, the, the mainly, the people who have been listening for a long time know, uh, you know, what is, what is I, I think, a great episode of the show, which is our Failed Parks mm. series. This is the first that you came and talked to us, uh, the, the too ambitious episode where we had two entire episodes worth about just one of the Failed Parks Hard Rock Park. Um, well, it was also, and uh, the Sid and Marty Croft land was part of that, I think, yeah, too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And which we just had to gun it through to get <laughs> into I the... I still feel bad about it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. We gave it the short end of the stick. It's wonderful. There's been video of it going around lately, mm-hmm. I feel like, of that, that pinball ride, which is so nuts. Yeah, really good quality. Uh, video yeah like, yeah yeah find, like, like shot on nice film yeah and i um, want to start talking i mean i've been talking a lot about my favorite show club random a lot lately <laughs> but i want to start stop talking about that and start talking about sid croft's instagram live where he interviews like adam carolla <laughs> oh know? wow I, like well, there's different shows i want to talk about you're telling me there is a there is a weird low budget online only show that landed adam carolla believe it or not <laughs> that's right <laughs> um, um okay but i here, i'm bringing i bring all this up to say i i just got curious uh like in the last few years some, we have not checked in on the former site of hard rock park and i wanted to see if there was any update that i could give you uh since you're here and uh, and there's a pretty exciting one. Oh wow uh, uh, I, i'm excited to share this I, I looked it up there's been activity on the site very recently mm. um yeah. Uh, there's been newspapers squatters um, <laughs> by activity New I mean, civilization piss of- and shit every human piss and shit everywhere um no i so you know it's just been sitting dormant for a long time people go wander around there still there i think it really is squatting but that's all about to change because this spot in myrtle beach where hard rock park used to be uh the newspapers have been buzz- buzzing about something called Project Crestfield. Big mysterious <laughs> kind of like code name of a movie. What is Project Crestfield going to be? And now it has come out in just the last few months. Uh, Project Crestfield 
is the the mission on the site of Hard Rock Park to turn it into a mass grave? Project <laughs> <laughs> Crestfield has seen Taylor made to be like the defendant in this case. Project Crestfield. Project Crestfield is uh, is supplying Ukraine with tanks right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Scott. Um, what, what is no, it? No, no, very exciting. Here, the the grand reveal. It's going to be a FedEx distribution. Facility. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, wow. Is it going to work out like out of the existing buildings that are like, is someone's office going to be that Knights in White Satin ride? (laughs) (laughs) They have not figured out, like, okay, there is good news. There is a light in your office. Bad news. It is a strobe light. uh, And uh, (laughs) it's it's just flashing rainbow colors all day. I don't know if we've said this on the show before, but, and I don't, I'm not going to say anyone's name, so it's fine listeners went into the site of the old hard rock park and there was just it's sitting there merchandise yeah. is just yeah. sitting strewn about on floors of buildings brought, brought us some merchandise some other urban explorers untouched untouched, untouched merchandise uh, other urban explorers found wow. a similar like dead drop of merchandise but then other people also found i i think it's a uh, bright sun films maybe like was exploring it and they found like we found the agreements from the eagles <laughs> like we found the like <gasps> licensing agreement <laughs> of like bands wow. uh, how fast did they leave this place it's <laughs> 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 just like overnight they're jumping just, he's like just get he's, the fuck out of like, here we gotta we get gotta out of go, here we gotta go right now we gotta go right now we are wanted in the state young. that's rock and roll baby <laughs> winston the punk rock dog is just scurrying out <laughs> trying to get through a door fill, fill the dog costume with whatever shit can fit in it let's get, get in the car we need to move faster than led zeppelin the ride go 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 i got a bunch of coca-cola syrup canisters and i'm gonna resell them <laughs> recoup our losses they, they've started demolishing the facilities and oh, as of october there man. were still big signs that said freestyle music park oh. everywhere like the second name of it but it's yeah. so it's starting to go finally but this next new chapter is going to begin and imagine the pride of the fedex workers knowing the history of can i where ask they're a, working uh, the the name project crestville is this sort of the like the florida project where if people caught wind that it was a fedex all these businesses are going to pop up around it because they're so excited and they want to keep the prices down from buying the land. Oh, yeah, yeah, that absolutely. What it is, right? No, instead a, of just saying FedEx Shipping Center. You, may, maybe people are just excited. businesses are as excited about like a FedEx as they are FedEx about FedEx, one like of the most Disney popular shipping companies park. in the world. <laughs> well, yeah, they're pretty accessible, though. Top it's three. Not, I mean, yeah, they're around, though. <laughs> are they? What's number one? Is it is it FedEx or is it the post office? Yes. The po- I don't think it's the post office. They're not. I don't think they're doing very well, hmm. right? I don't know. Jason, look, Jason, I love the post office. Jason will figure it out. Yeah. Uh, no, I think people are just excited that if that like a that there will be a business in the Myrtle Beach area that doesn't fail within <laughs> four months. That's fair. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> That's why the boom. Um, wow. Anyway, just excited that uh, you know the uh, a, a next chapter to the story of. Hard Rock Park well, uh, that keeps rocking on. Um, but we're not here to talk about that. We're, we're here to talk I, about... I hate to cut you off, Scott. I have another thing I need to bring up because yeah, Jason yeah. is here. Uh-huh. Because Jason, one of the last times I saw him, something happened 
That was very embarrassing to me that I brought up oh on the show God. before. What a was lot this? Of no, and I would I, like, we haven't really talked about I mean, it in a I second. So I know you do know it. You'll oh. know it as soon as I say it. Yeah. All right. But you were there when I freaked out about oh, the yeah, Minotaur. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. As soon as you said the word freaked, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. And we, hey, this is like, your, that was not your fault that you were having a physical reaction. You were afraid of the Minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> I know who, the, who could fucking blame you? <laughs> That's all it was. There was no other dimension to it. Uh-huh. It was just fully. The, it, it, uh, uh, just I wish you, you could have seen how silly. I did see because I you, remember I stayed. Oh wait, you? I stayed and then I walked through. So if you listeners did you don't know, watch us on video. How did you? Did you actually you no, saw so, the Minotaur? We saw you at the end when we took. Yeah, the and then I. So which I don't know that you earned being in that picture. I said I didn't want to do it, and everyone said I should. And I said, no, I don't want to be in the picture, but I am in the picture. Photoshop him out. Somebody Photoshop him out. There was an escape room event that happened where uh, you would go in and solve little puzzles, and it was called the Minotaur, I believe. I forget. Something was the Minotaur was in a subtitle Yeah, it was called like Escape the Minotaur. It was a Russian, I think, escape room that they had Mm -hmm. carted over to L.A. Yeah. Yeah. and you're in these like you're in a dungeon. You're solving puzzles. It's like it's halfway between a like an immersive play and an escape room where you're you're encountering actors. You're running through things. You're doing tasks and mm-hmm. and then but then every once in a while the lights will go out and the minotaur mm-hmm. will come and try to kill you. Try to take right. and take one member of your group. Yes, but the thing that would happen every time the Minotaur would come is they would play this like early 2000s drum and bass music. I so remember, like, yeah. <laughs> these, like, and so it was so funny <laughs> that it couldn't yeah. be scary. It was, so, it was like a, it was like a, the Minotaur was like a DJ coming to get you. <laughs> so it was like, if they had scary music, I would have like lost it, but it was so silly, the music they played, um, that it was just like, you're suddenly in like a, a club. Yeah. I remember cause, cause what happened was as I was, we were getting the explanation, we're all wearing jumpsuits and we're wearing masks and I have some sort of like clothing claustrophobia in addition to like, a, I, bl- I remember this now, a darkness sort of like claustrophobia too. So I'm sitting there, they turn the lights down a little bit and I remember my vision kind of like shrinking and I'm like, no, 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 no. And so in the middle of this, right before we go in, I have to like raise my hand like I'm back in third grade or something. Oh, excuse me. Um, I'm having like a panic attack or something. I'm having like a, I think I said a mask, mask based yes. panic attack. Yeah, that rings the bell. And the person looked at me like, we've never had this happen before. <laughs> like, just like a, like, are, is he joking? Is it serious? And was like, oh, oh, and like, they're doing like a, and a whole, like a whole like voice and stuff for the mood and the atmosphere. Right like yes and then we'll go in this and then you'll you'll confront the minotaur and i'm like excuse me and they're like oh uh well um you can just sit over just sit over here so in my mind now i'm recovering from whatever this anxiety was and i'm hearing the dumbest sounding shit (laughs) feet away in my mind there was some massive dungeon you're in (laughs) it's feet away i'm hearing yells i'm hearing the whole thing play out i'm like this is like as big of as a garage yeah i'm sitting there waiting for you guys and then you guys came out and everyone was very nice no one was mean to me um, <laughs> no one was even judging you. It was no, like, I know. It's not your fault. But I'm just saying this is we haven't we haven't rebrought. Well, I mean, we've brought it up a little bit, but <laughs> it's something now I have to conquer. It's become like a mountain. Let's go back. So we're gonna have are to go the, back. What are we? Is has this has this come back? Is there a chance? I to, think this, uh, make this, this company was doing like a revolving. Yeah, they had a couple of, of escape rooms at this one place. So, so yeah, we whenever you want, let's go face your fears. So we will go face my fears. Well, first things first, just listen to a lot of early 2000s drum and bass. 
anyways. Psych okay. yourself up that way. <laughs> That's a good idea. It shouldn't yeah. be a chore. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was that part of the deal. If it was carted over from Russia, did they have to, like, we have an ironclad deal with the composer. Yeah, no one in America would have made this choice. <laughs> the uh, uh, When the lights were on, and then I, I walked through, I said this before on the show, uh, the Minotaur's just standing there. The costume couldn't have looked shittier. Well, yeah, the lights were on. <laughs> well, of course. I'm just saying, like, there was. it was so much more embarrassing to see what it was. And again, I wasn't actually scared of the Minotaur. I was scared of the dark. <laughs> let's be let's clear. clear. Let's be clear. I wasn't scared of the, of the It's dark. more reasonable to be scared of a Minotaur. I know. I was scared. I mean, literally, I think I was scared of the dark. It's okay. Hey, you know what happens? It happens. Yeah. No, no so, one. No one was making fun of you. It was no, all, I know. I, I, all... I did not think that, but it is. Uh, it is one of the most humiliating things that's happened to me in the last ten years of my life. Well, that's good then. That means that re- really humiliating doing... things haven't happened to you. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. It's <laughs> <laughs> a you very did good it. point. We've done, a, we've done a bunch of live shows, and never in any of them have your pants fallen down. You tripped, and then the audience all vocalized, "Hey, look at his tiny oh. dick." Yeah, that, <laughs> that <laughs> does not have you. You've successfully kept your pants on. We, That's we're true. In the dark about, we're in the dark about how big your dick is. That's true. You know, huge. They don't know. Jason, did you know they don't know how big it is? <laughs> oh, well, no, I saw it that night. <laughs> yeah, because you came on and I didn't have my pants yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. You said you had to calm down. Sorry, just cleaning up here. Cleaning the shit off of my dick from when I shit I my was, pants. <laughs> I was changing my own diaper is what was happening. <laughs> Sitting on a booth. Oh, yeah, and then that's when the other employee from the other one came out and looked at me like, oh, my God, are you okay? Right. And I went, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. No, he probably Just thought something really bad had happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did. We have no training for this. Has <laughs> <laughs> not happened, we're told not to worry about it. Will not happen. We are getting paid by PayPal, and the head of this often forgets. <laughs> so. uh, anyway. Okay. Uh, but you feel, you feel okay? We're yeah, gonna... yeah, I feel okay. I just, I'm going to call my shot. Minotaur. We're going back to the Minotaur. Okay. I hope there is a Minotaur to mm-hmm. go back to. Let's we'll do it. Jason and keep and, us it, and it'll be the... good because Jason's coming with us. Mm. No, we... Uh, <laughs> yes. But, I mean, sure. Yeah. No. Uh, our, our our good friend Eva is, mm-hmm. is big into that stuff. Uh, and our friend Landon. We could, we should mm-hmm. get a... Let's get a group together. We're going to get a group it. and do let's it. Let's do it. Do I have to... Maybe I have to do it. I don't know. Maybe I'll be scared of the Minotaur just due to the... It's, now it's <laughs> well, now, built up. Now you have it in your head that during the intro part... That's the time to freak out. So uh-huh. maybe it'll make it like come true. And if they hide, if they hide something later, that's actually the scary thing. Mm-hmm. Like uh, an, like an Ernest doll or something. Oh, if it's any, if it's anything like Ernest goes to Splash Mountain, then, uh, then yeah. I'm out. Uh, um, okay, we gotta we gotta get into the the mega park that we're <laughs> sorry, here. yeah, yeah. That we're here to talk about that also is like I'm sure we've all had the thought of. This is a big one. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be able to get to everything about Efteling. Mm-hmm. Let's so we should just take the pressure off for it to be a definitive Efteling. <laughs> it's not definitive. Jason, well, that feels rude to you, though, Jason. To like, if we're telling you this isn't going to be the, de- would you like us to close it out and never talk about? No, it again? no, please let me just let me contribute just a a little part to. Uh, Whatever this becomes, you're the trailblazer. You're yes. the early adopter. <laughs> yes, the first the first guest, I, I, and I'm sure we've had people on who who've been there, but you but you're the first to, to grab it and talk about it. And I'm, I'm so uh, honored. Yeah, no, I think our friend Marissa uh, Strickland. Oh yeah, has sure. Been there. Oh, yeah, 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 at least I once. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I went there in 2016. Uh, back when it had a lot of attractions that I recently found out while I was doing research for this are very thankfully not. 
in the same state or there anymore. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that we can seemed get to be one of your... Maybe can we get into that in this episode? <laughs> <laughs> that does seem like yes, what you can bring to the table. The, uh, the Yeah, I, you, this was one of your knee jerks about talking about Efteling was some of the somewhat offensive things... And then, yeah, we started looking. I think they're all gone, unless they've, like... I think they're gone, like but they were very... Priority. It was a process. They were unhappy about it. We can, Yeah, we should get into it. I mean, but also, it's not... I was like, oh, yeah, we should talk about Efteling, you know, the racist uh, Dutch Disneyland. <laughs> but it in researching and remembering it, it's it's that's way more than that. It's, it's great. It's, like, one of the best theme parks in the world, probably. Uh, it's crazy. This is a question. Is like because like and I've never I've almost like stayed away from looking at it too much in like a spoilers way. And maybe we thought like, do we not cover this until we've been? But now the way there are children in the picture, travel <laughs> yeah, is hard. I don't know when we're gonna go. I would love to go. <laughs> I really love to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's 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 at least start and dive in. And this is a good. Excuse I'm saying to it's like, worth leaving your family for <laughs> to go. Well, just we for have a few days. the like. This was Ma- Mike's master plan. I feel like all along was to like. Now we have a reason. Well, I we said can yeah. Say it's for work in 2017. <laughs> to do any dumb shit. That's right. 2017. You I could do like a Euro trip, and him. you could like go to. Because I in researching this, I was looking at what's that. Europa were, what's the one in Germany Europa Park yeah like that looks crazy too yeah. yeah I might try to go there this year yeah yeah the ones we found like, that we did a little like European vacation month and that that place Fantasia Land oh, has yeah. been in my head ever since mm. and then like the the cruddy ones the yeah cruddy the cruddy one I'm really one. excited about um, but and Popeye this, Village Oh yeah, I in Malta. Oh yeah, village. yeah. Wait, is that the one from the movie that yes. you didn't tear down? Yes. It looks crazy, and, they, and there are Popeyes walking around. Yeah, they like dance mm-hmm. to pop music. <laughs> they the dance to early two thousands rave music, just, yeah. like, yeah. well. just like Popeye. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we'd love to go. But I, I basically, it had just always been like this legend in my. We've only heard it in this utterly breathless way, and seeming all I knew about it was grand scale uh uh you know things being done in this ornate way full of animatronics full of original ip we got no movie tie-ins the closest thing to tie to ip are fairy tales and stuff but it seems like basically i've always just heard it talked about in the same breath as tokyo disney sea in terms of huge scale you can't believe like there's none of the the cheapening out that might happen in, in the um, the mm. American parks uh, um, and I, I just always hoped that it lived up to that legend everything I saw made me think yes but Jason you're the person to, to it ask. really fi- like just thinking back you know it's not like you're walking past gift shops and everything like you're really walking through like a forest full of like incredible like multi-million dollar dark rides and roller coasters and and so it's it was i guess built in 1952 um as uh it was a park and then they added this like fairy tale walkthrough which they still have and so you just walk around a forest and then you'll find you know a talking tree or like a guy with a long neck or but there's a lot of like weird european fairy tales that i'm sure none of us have ever heard of like and you'll just like find a house and look in and there'll be like a family of like goats in human clothes sitting around the dinner table like moving and talking to each other like it's really creepy and weird like as fairy tales are but it's not it's just like it's a good place to wander around and yeah the rides are crazy yeah so it grew up from there and then they they made this like haunted mansion kind of thing i I forgot what year that was but yeah no it just it, it, it seems to have kind of just grown organically over a long period of time and it doesn't feel i mean i went there 
I think off season and I went there on uh, my honeymoon and me and my wife, we, we just bounced around Europe and I was like, we got to go to this place. And so we were in Amsterdam. I think you take like a two hour bus ride down. We stayed there for, I think two nights. Um, and you stayed at Efteling. For, yeah. And in there the were, Efteling hotel. Yeah. There's like a ho There's like an enchanted village of hotels and you're around a lake with a little castle on an Island in the middle of it. And you just walk around and then we broke into the park at night. We hopped the fence and just went right back in and just what? walked around. It wasn't anything crazy. Like wow. you couldn't get deep into the ride buildings, but like, there was no guards. No one cared. <laughs> no. Whoa. What were you near at that point? What was the what was the sneaking around part? I don't know. We just wanted to see what it was like at night, and I guess it closed pretty early. Um, but uh, I was just looking through all my photos, and yeah, I have a picture of uh, Becky, my wife, jumping <laughs> jumping over the fence. <laughs> and then I think wow. I was afraid to take more pictures. But like... Yeah, it's just a cool, it's a cool, crazy place. It's, it's, yeah, it's, uh, there's lots of stuff to it. Yeah, geez. Uh, Um, I, we're, we're to, we're to dive in even. We can start picking up, like, well, I mean, anything general, you kind of gave us the, the general history. Mike, what do you think? I was just gonna say, like, the, if, correct me if I'm wrong, like, where it is geographically feels also kind of like a special, am I wrong about this? It feels like you have to travel. It's not near anything, right. yeah. No, it was hours away from, so a that, few hours away from Amsterdam. I feel like, doesn't that add to the mystique of it? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's in a pine forest. <laughs> like, <laughs> a real, like, very wooded pine forest. It does seem like when the views that you get from anything with a with a drop or where anything where you go up high, it is not like it's not like looking into no offense, Mike, Buena Park. It's you're maybe getting a stronger, a more it's beautiful better view. than Buena Park. I think the tra- I mean it just depends on your taste. If you like trees and vistas, but if you like seeing the the big rock and bruise guitar or the, the claim jumper, that's right is there a, yeah, a but you rock- get to see Long Neck. You get to see yes. my man Longneck and the paper gobblers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the paper gobblers. So there's uh, all the trash cans are these chubby kids that you walk by and you hear they they like play a recording. They're like begging you to put paper in their mouth and other trash. Yeah, this uh, is. I, I made no. an effort to look up the name of this one because and this like because I and I my guess would have been way the hell off. Uh, wait, can I even do it? I, I try to write it out phonetically. Hola Bola Heish. <laughs> Hola Bola Heish is the name of the uh, of the paper. Heish is how you is how you say G I J S. This is why I, we're screwed pronunciation. I saw one video where they were calling them Holy Bully guys. <laughs> and oh, that's probably like, the no, translation. Maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah. Holy so. Bully guys. I mean, I like that better. Um, but yeah, I saw it's in, it seems like it's an entire little garden of. Little like characters with cherubic faces and gaping wide mouth holes <laughs> that all if you I mean and you fed them I assume you put something yeah, in there yeah you feed them your garbage and they you know thank you <laughs> they, I saw the copy somewhere feed them with all the papers you've got or else they'll yell a lot and it and it's all manner of characters this kind of like you know cherubic man boys but then like giant twins who cry because they don't have paper and i here i have a uh let's just listen to the sweet sounds of what i'm gonna borrow the holy bully guys let's hear some holy bully guys for a second papir here papir 
<laughs> I guess paper here. That, that sounds like it unlocks the Manchurian candidate. Like it unlocks some sort of programming. There might be a listener somewhere who's been right. activated who's going to kill a politician right now. Here's like a couple more. All variety of uh, pleasant sounds. What, what the list? Jesus. Is this technically ASMR? <laughs> Could be, depending on your your taste. If you're psychotic, the the what what you got what the listener is not seeing also are these like gigantic hell mouths, these perfectly round hell mouths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Though maybe given current company, I should ask, are the holy bully guys cute? I love all the creatures. <sighs> well, but that's not the answer. That's not the answer to the question. Yes. Do you think? Hmm. Uh, baby Heish is Baby Heish who we're looking at and let me play the clip and then you can determine (laughs) cute or not a giant baby with like a like a mushroom hat giant yeah there's a whole like family tree of like this is this is the one this is the son Jason I'm waiting on answer the question question. Jason I mean I think they're pretty cute (laughs) all right all right Uh, Uh, for a trash can for stuff that's well no no in the the scheme (laughs) of things in the grand scheme of (laughs) things yeah yeah baby Aladar is cute baby Grinch to me is cute is this baby cute I, mean, I think they're pretty cute. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll, qualified, I'll say I'll say no. All right, you say oh, no. Right, That's right. a well, scary baby. It's important I, to hear these from you sometimes. I to know like, you're being honest. I like the baby though. <laughs> I do like the. I would love to feed any of these mm-hmm. baby. I would love to hear these papier here's in person. Wait, I think this is the most horrifying one. This kind of like giant. This like fifty year old man looking guy. <laughs> You think wow. that's cute? They just they long to eat paper. That's all they crave, you know? <laughs> that's what's cute he keeps about asking it. Qual- Their wants are simple, you see. Uh, yeah, I think in the con, trying to contextualize, like Jason, as you said, a uh, you European... context for why it's cute, I yeah, think it's I think you just cute. have to say cute or I no. There's a different standard. A European fairy tales are often a lot more dark or grim. So for a European fairy tale, it's cute. By American stand, I mean Disney is soft enough. If that was so in America, much. okay. How about yeah. this? If that was in America and there was no um, like trash component to it, <laughs> would you still think it was cute? I will at least go to intriguing, but I oh, think see that's well, it. Now, it's not answer is not cute. Not Removing cute. the trash. <laughs> Do you I'm think just saying long aesthetically. Neck is cute? Do you like long neck? I don't like long neck. I'm, I'm a little scared long of long neck. The yeah. cutest thing in Efteling is more disturbing than the most disturbing thing it is yeah that's right yeah for sure like it's just there's something inherent about european like caricatures that are just grotesque always like there's always they're always like just disgusting inherently like nothing Mm -hmm. like they don't have that kind of like any of those like hallmarks of cuteness like big eyes or smooth skin <laughs> or yeah, yeah. Or, or like symmetrical feet everything's everything's bulbous and like yeah. heads are like plunging off of necks and out of clothes baby it's looks like horrifying. an 80 year old man and that's as good as they can do <laughs> <laughs> 
Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> Which part of the history of it? I don't think I, maybe I don't have the name, but the, like, um, the initial, oh no, An- Anton Peak. Uh, uh, from 52 to 74, everything here was designed by Anton Peak, who was an illustrator of terrifying fairy tales uh, in the Netherlands and probably elsewhere in Europe. So it ha- it has, everything physicalized has the feel of the like too detailed, too many lines, terrifying fairy tale drawings. Yeah, and they, everyone, like um, the guy who took over after him is named Ton Van Dev Van. Ton Van Deven? Ton Van Deven, yeah. Um, he, from like the 70s to like 2002, was like the guy. This is and an art tour. In 2002. Yeah. Everything like yes. like basically two guys. Mm-hmm. Well, he's kind of overseeing everything. And I like I was I was saying to you Jason before we did this like the it it all this whole park feels like an alternate dimension Disneyland where like the peaks of the place are really similar to Disneyland's like started in the Mm -hmm. fifties was like, you know, little fun things for little kids, charming. But then in the seventies, it ramps up and expands and it's roller coasters. And the original guys are, are no, are no longer there, but it gets taken over by the new wave. Like Ton Van Deven is Mm. alternate universe. Tony Baxter. Baxter, And the two of them knew each other. They were friends Mm -hmm. and Tony Baxter, like, Always pointed to Efteling, said Efteling's great, helped it win a Theo Award. Consulted them uh, before they did Disneyland Paris, I believe. Really? I saw that, yeah. yes. Yeah. Wow, wow. And then, and then, like, and due to this guy, <laughs> consulted them. Consulted What's it like being a theme park in Europe? We regret this. Any advice? You oh, need to make okay, it. Okay, thanks. You need <laughs> to up the you know, horror. You need to up the uh, <laughs> grotesqueries. That's the. That's the. I've said this before. Tony Baxter talking about that. Like, there's all these like European rules that he talks about that I'm still a little suspicious of them actually being rules. Like he's like. The French don't understand funny and scary. They just understand scary or funny. And I'm like, is that true? Mm. He says it with authority. So I go, oh, I believe that. And then I think about it for a second and I go, oh, maybe. Was there like ever a Jerry Lewis ghost movie? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I feel like he must have run away from a ghost at some point. You would think so, but I bet he did. They found it scary. Yeah, they we were right. Laughed, it was it was played. Yeah, it was played. It was a, st- a serious ghost movie starring Jerry Lewis. <laughs> Even though no he's laughs. yelling, <laughs> yeah, even it was this guy wearing a sheet. But it was no laughs. No played for no laughs. But it basically, like because of this guy, much like Disney in Tony Baxter's run, the '80s and the '90s are fantastic for like that. That's something I didn't know about the history. Is like, are these? Is it all attractions that are? grandfathered in from the 60s and that are classic Mm -hmm. and in fact no they add something new and incredible like at least every two years if not more like like so many of the great stuff here is very recent yeah like recent dark rides that you would i feel like would fool you into thinking it was 
there for 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, before I get to newer things, though, original uh, classic charming stuff, one of them will not try to say the Dutch version. Uh, the American version, the English version is the ta- uh, uh, it's it's a donkey from the table, the ass, and the stick. <laughs> is that the donkey that shits gold coins? <laughs> That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Did you see that? Did you yes. do this? Uh, <laughs> did you get gold? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we got a token. Uh, yeah, the wow. kids, kids gather around the donkey. Po- I think it's actually plastic, but um, oh, but yeah, no, it uh, it does that. That's cool. That's great. <laughs> I, that like, is it's cool. It's like everything's like a little more like it's it's a, it's a little edgier than American it's parts little, would be. Little body, little bodier. Down yeah. to what well, would you classify this as body? That like in in articles that were like, yeah, see, it's a little more European. One of the things they mentioned is that. There's Ariel, there's a little mermaid. Mm. But oh, in this yeah. part, she just, she's uh, topless. She's Fully just, topless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and uh, now European standards, like Jason was saying, that isn't maybe body, that's just normal. Mm-hmm. That's fully clothed. Yeah. By European standards. <laughs> right. <laughs> they, they manage to get more naked than regular people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, an American, yes, I am a little offended by it, but sure. if it's Europe. Yeah, In yeah. terms of body, can we get into the uh, carnival festival? Or is it a little, a little <laughs> early for that? Chama at the vet. Uh, some uh, of the compilation videos I watch sort of gloss over carnival festival. I can show, yeah. I, I have a video. I recorded the whole thing because I was so blown away by it. So, basically, they... They have their own fully a knockoff of it's a small world mm-hmm. um but that was one of the two extremely racist right it's like a very racist <laughs> it's a small world where the you go through parts of africa and asia that are just like sh- jaw-droppingly shocking and they did remove this i think in what 2017 or something recently still in 2017 they figured it out <laughs> so that's <Yes>. good <laughs> finally got this was um, a different, 20, time. different time was a different time pre-pandemic it's, the world was different. I don't want to specifically describe what what you're what you saw. All I can say is that it's like it's okay. It's they aren't even. It, everything is scarier than the small world dolls. It's like everything is huge and bulbous and mm. just big circles and exaggerated features. And I will leave it to the listener to think about or don't think about it. But where you everyone could not think about it. But I think what was not changed is in the France section. There's definitely a sex worker uh, standing on the corner trying to pick up uh, a client. Wow. There's a, a Now this dressed. I like. This yeah. is good. Knott's <laughs> Berry Farm has just, no. That is good. Knott's um, Berry Farm has sex workers. You wouldn't see that in a small. It's a small world. Uh, I think <laughs> the Dutch are more open about yeah, yeah all parts like of society. Ninety minutes from Amsterdam, you know. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah. And not exactly. to jump around, but do, do not let Palti Goldman know about this. <laughs> to make sure he never sets foot in this. That's right. <laughs> um, I it like. Um, the the ride uh, besides these things uh the it's like it's definitely a lot more it seems a lot more like clap trappy and annoying even then it's a small world which famously gets shit for being an annoying song but this this seems like a lot more grating but am am, am i wrong maybe it was different to be there i was just in shock um going through not expecting the africa or asia sections that uh I was not bored. <laughs> it also, yeah, it was, no, I wrote no. it again. I was. I couldn't believe 
That was 2016. I could not believe that was uh, real. So, like, no, I think they closed it and or they they removed. They said about a hundred dolls and redid it. And I think 20 uh, only a hundred dolls were offensive. This was 2019. <laughs> so <laughs> this was only four a little years oversight. ago. Two hundred were perfectly <laughs> passable. But there were two rides that absolutely should never have existed Mm -hmm. (laughs) or one could say needed an update the other one and so the other one was way like more offensive it was called monsieur uh cannibal and it was like the teacup was a rip off the teacups right except with a just horrifying uh caricature of an african person like just the craziest thing you've ever seen and um and when they changed carnival festival the small world one they made a point to be like, we're not changing the other one. Oh my <laughs> like, God. and they were like, look, some, uh, some people, they, they, I read an article where it was like, the quote was like, we understand some people are offended by this because they did not grow up with this, uh, ride. I was like, well, that's not why. That's not a good <laughs> rationale like the for most anything. <laughs> thing I've ever that, If you grew up with this awful thing, you would understand. <laughs> Also, they said when they changed this thing, and I mean, like, I, I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen this picture. It's it, the craziest thing you've ever seen. Um, and you're all the ride vehicles are the the uh, cauldrons, of a yeah. Cannibal, but yeah, you're yeah. being cooked. But by but a you're cannibal. spinning around this cannibal character. That's it's like you know you won't believe what it looks like. But um, and you had no you didn't know this. No, was no, coming I didn't know going all. in. But they yeah. said a, a spokesperson said we have to keep moving with the times, emphasizing that the attraction is over thirty years old. <laughs> Um, over 30 ancient that's not this was younger than us it's not that old it's not old it's not just a different time it was a different time on top of a different time on top of a different time they uh, consulted with Disney PR on how to run they talked to the Splash Mountain people who ran interference for decades and they're like what do we say and it's like let me tell you if you didn't grow up with that, uh, a lot of these <laughs> defenses understand. also seem like isn't isn't a Christmas thing in in Amsterdam involve blackface? Yes, Pete, something Pete that character. It's a character where, where it's like, oh no, you don't understand. It's Santa's helpers, and it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. No. <laughs> They well, just yeah. keep saying the same. Let me, I'll explain it Black again. Pete. Santa's Black Pete helper. is the name. <laughs> is it really? Oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, okay. so you look up Black Pete. I mean, the Dutch have a history of extreme racism. <laughs> I, would, I would say that's an accurate statement. But yeah, they all go in blackface and wear like curly haired wigs. I mean, it's, uh, so yeah, that's the culture. And so I guess you could see why they were like, what? Why Why would we change this? <laughs> it's fun. Well, and that, that when it was finally changed, this one was a 2021 change. Yeah, so that eventually they finally got rid of uh, Monsieur Cannibal in a... Uh, which had, a, by the way, a song on it also, like an old French song that played. That must help. A, a, fi, a, <laughs> oh, a yeah, French yeah. song from the 50s oh, with yeah. the same title and message. Yeah, they were cool with their colonialism for sure. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah, 2021. Yeah, it's wild. And then, like, here's the thing that in in the fallout of this, I read this and I thought, well, things are kind of the same everywhere, aren't they, in a way? Because 
Uh, because you know, woke cancel culture is ruining everything, right, Scott? Yes, That's here what comes the rant. Yes. Um, <laughs> Welcome to Club woke. Random. Club <laughs> randomization of podcast threat. Um, so let's bring in Adam Carolla at this point, Adam. <laughs> We've um, been drinking Mangria this whole time. And, you know. No, this they took this ride out, and most people are like, okay, we are finally uh, uh, stepping up to the time. Here, except for right wing politician Geert Wilders, who <laughs> tweets angry stuff about how they're giving into politically correct, inclusive, lefty nonsense. And I'm like, well, I guess, wow, across an ocean, it is the same bullshit yeah. as DeSantis and woke Disney. Uh-huh. And you know, we have DeSantis and they have Geert Wilders. Uh-huh. There's yeah. one of these everywhere. I we suppose. have the uh, fan art for Splash Mountain that says Brer Lives Matter. Which I saw today. Good lord. <laughs> wow. That was that real thing. Oh yeah. Boy, yeah, it's been a wild little uh, little week. I but mean, they, every they step didn't have to do that um, public execution of Brer Rabbit in Critter <laughs> Country uh, this week. That was a little much. Firing squad, you know, yeah, Disney, firing. no smoking, so they wouldn't even give him a cigarette on the way out. <laughs> Just do an empty costume. Don't make somebody be in it. Yeah, that's do- what's done is done, though. Yeah, and that <laughs> and it's done. And you know what? They didn't declare him dead on sight. Brer lives <laughs> matter. Took the body off site. That's what they do. Their lives, Matt. Wow. Yeah. A human being. That's the on one this that really did that. <laughs> That's the one that really made me go, oh, like exhale. I don't. The TikTok screen grab of like the woman holding a baby. That one's and that going, one. Like, oh, I got to tell them the ride they were named after is closed. And now what was the what was the name? name? What does that mean? It's going to be hard for that kid when they show well, up in elementary school that. and have to tell everyone their name is Uncle Remus. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have the real answer. It was what's the name? Is it Briar? It's Briar. Yikes! <laughs> what? Yikes is right. <laughs> Beyond the connotation, like the that that a name <laughs> that you would name a child that. I, Briar. Look, well, look, I don't know. It sounds like Dryers, the ice cream. So Jason can get Brian, which is a name. Yeah, that's probably right. at the hospital. So, oh, wait, sorry, Brian? No, 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 no. Have you not been on Splash Mountain? <laughs> Briar. <laughs> we keep getting the birth certificate wrong. You gotta fix it. Okay. <laughs> We've been through this four Spell times. Check. Not, I'm not saying it's back it. again. Don't worry. There's plenty of uh, thorny vine bushes out there. There are still plenty of briars. <laughs> Sorry, kid. <laughs> there's, so there's you're pl- saying so thorn is, a, is still an acceptable name? Well, isn't I? I uh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> I just meant we'll get like out of the patch. a briar patch, like a thorny patch of like. Mm-hmm. You're saying Stuff. so the name that's is still, still relevant? Around. Like there's I, still tangles. This is of Jason thorns. arguing that the name's a good name, I think. I, that's what it sounds I, like to me. <laughs> <laughs> We've all seen the patches. It's a good name. Uh-huh. It's um, named after a famous patch, a different patch. But there's rides that are not uh defensive and haven't needed to be changed, I I think. Are those the ones or are there like lingering? I mean, you never know. Uh, no, I mean there's think. so there's this incredible ride, uh, Fata Morgana. Uh-huh. Um, that is based on the uh, legend of the 1001 Arabian Nights. That's their knockoff of Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, 
it's great it's got hundreds of animatronics it's got songs it's you know it's like it's it's great it's also it's like very you know it's probably borderline <laughs> yeah yeah i guess given the subject matter yeah 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 oh for sure it's like you go i mean you go i don't know those stories well but you i mean you you, you float through on a boat and everywhere you look is like suffering and begging mm-hmm. <laughs> toiling drowning what are arabian nights like pretty tough you pass a guy uh, looking into another guy's mouth for some reason (laughs) to steal something perhaps (laughs) then you go past a a a man in a dark alley screaming at you (laughs) and so and then uh then you go you then you see a tiger and then you go through the only time you see women are you go through a harem uh (laughs) slash opium den do I do I want to go to this place anymore? <laughs> no, it's incredible though. They're I know, singing. I saw, I looked at pictures. They all look so angry and bummed out. And then you go under you go underneath this like giant squatting genie like basically like gra- grazing his balls with your head. Like there's <laughs> all right, wearing, I'm like, back in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um but Touch it's the balls, a, it's make a, a wish. it's a marvel to behold though. I mean it's it's a great dark. It's a just massive and and very long. It's like 7 minutes but and to run uh, into a place like this with this huge sprawling pirates level bride that is based on nothing and that it doesn't come from some gigantic corporation neither because i think the way this is straight i think it all there's there's the efteling foundation or it's some foundation Mm. that pays for everything i just saw the explanation that like ultimately efteling does not owe a bunch of money to shareholders Mm -hmm. somewhere so all of the money stays in the park goes back into the park keeps everything looking nice keeps them making new rides it's not like feeding into you know, the, endless the, the, rounds the, of executive pockets. Right. And so it no, all gets, it's, it's all the money's on screen. And are basically. they, do they make these rides or are they like contracting Sally Corp and places like that? There's some of that. There's definitely some of that. Uh, um, it included, there are rides for sure that are made by like, uh, places that have made stuff that we've all been on. One of them being, there's, uh, um, was this after you were there? There's a ride called Baron 1898. Oh, I think that had just opened, I think, when I was there. That's okay. like a Gold Rush uh, roller coaster, or is that a different one? I, yeah, it's it's really interesting, because I saw a video where it's like, oh, this is kind of a lesser ride, and by American standards, it's very elaborate. Yeah, yeah, oh, it has so much. It's a pre-show with animatronics mm-hmm. and projections, big crazy story, and carrot mythology, the Baron. You meet the Baron, the bear, yeah, and it's so it's so um, Tower of Terror, mm-hmm. Harrison Hightower, mm-hmm. like yeah. this guy's got a shady operation, and uh, he's gonna get punished, and so are you. The story of this um, in 1898, the wealthy Baron Gustav Humoed, whose last name is a variation on the Dutch word for hubris, <laughs> Gustav Hubris, is led to a uh, a cave that is rich in gold deposits. Um, but, and it is haunted by a spirit known as the white women, um, (laughs) and the spirit of the white women gives hubris the, uh, admonition that if he disturbs the gold in any way, he will suffer terrible consequences for the rest of his life. So he can't disturb, I, I like, 
I want the gold, but I can't disturb the gold. What will I do? Mm-hmm. I will force the destitute local population into the gold mine so they're the ones disturbing the gold, and they're the ones that the white women will go after. Mm. So it's, a, it's, it's white women fiercely protecting... <laughs> their land it's a it's a, a ride about karen's it's uh, karen's the right <laughs> well that that's a lot simpler than <laughs> the first 80 percent of what you said yeah if you have to boil it Dave, if you have to do yeah. one sentence and i just, uh, um but anyway so you're in a you're in a, a, a crooked mine and you and and then the wait the ride itself is a a is, drop coaster this is this one doesn't have a water component this is a pure so it's one it's a coaster where you you hang, mm-hmm. you get a view, you go into a tunnel, it's all mist and fog. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, and, when people, and you're, you get screamed at, like, you shall not evade my curse, prepare <laughs> to forfeit your lives. It's, it's, it rules. I mean, that, that, we're getting like into, like, mummy. Hulk territory. Yeah, it's, it's extremely. Yeah. yeah. Your souls yeah. are, he says your souls are mine, right? Wow. That's yeah, the yeah. thing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this, it's got dark ride, it's got, like, dark ride stuff at the start of the ride in the queue. There's a barren animatronic. There's multiple ghost projections, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then it becomes a standard kind of roller coaster. Sure, sure. But they, yeah, the theming and everything makes it feel like like more than that. And this one, uh, built by Bollinger and Mabiard, who rides they've built mm-hmm. uh, Incredible Hulk, Batman the Ride. Riddler's Revenge, Apollo's Chariot, the Fabio Goose Coaster, mm-hmm. and a little ride called Led Zeppelin the Ride. <laughs> the Fabio Goose Coaster. Wait, is that different from Apollo's Chariot? Or is that- no, 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 that's no, the no, same. That's, no, 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 that's, no, no, that's those not, are one and the same. Though they didn't I've been rename that roller coaster for, Fabio's Goose Coaster after the incident. They really, really should they should still have. should have. Uh, uh, I mean, because yeah. as of now, it's like... You know, trivia that barely anybody knows that that's not the like one. a plaque up or something. I don't they should think have so. something where someone by the end has like an exploded uh, goose against their forehead or whatever he <laughs> did. Like, and like you get to be the Fabio. Like, you go on the ride and guess who's going to be the Fabio. Every chair mm-hmm. has like a, a, a blood path. Like, like, <laughs> the like, rebel, it's, it's like the rebel spy on yes, Star Tours. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you get to go home with something. You get yeah. a bunch of big blast of you get blood mess- and you feathers get in the face. It's like double there <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah everything gets you wet but what else yeah. gets you bloody yeah that <laughs> they have to they have to embrace their history yeah That's, at least sell a hat at least sell a hat a bloody like hat? A goose yeah a goose. yeah with like blood and then it's like one of those long hair hats yeah so, so you got yeah, 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 yeah with the hair like uh-huh uh-huh do any says, i survived fabio's goose coaster <laughs> You've got long Fabio hair. My nose fared better than Fabio's did. Mm-hmm. Is he like a right wing guy, or am I confusing him with Kevin Sorbo? Or are they both right wing guys? Right, like he's Sorbo, maybe, very much more vocally a right wing guy. But I think he might be a right wing guy. Fabio, right? You find he him on Fox I mean, News. He's a businessman. He's on Fox News. Yeah, he's smart. <laughs> he's a smart <laughs> well, of man. Of course, he's a right wing. When he wants to protect his money, <laughs> anybody who keeps their money and protects it, yeah, the reason they're on that side. Um, so that one's cool. Baron, eighteen ninety eight rules um what else struck you what, what are Spook big ones for you going on? did you read oh, about that one spooks Spook lot closed last year i just found out on the drive over here i shouldn't have been looking at my phone driving but i was and i found out spooks lot closed a few months ago yeah that was, with a, <laughs> that was like crashed. the first big attraction i think yeah. after the when they were branching out from the 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 fairy tale forest yes and oh this was yeah ni- like 1970s like we're we're kind of it's it feels like they're big thunder or something mm-hmm. like we can do relevant higher tech things yeah and it 
I, I was shocked when I saw this and I couldn't, I was like, oh my God, it's like a giant haunted mansion, like walkthrough. It's not even a walkthrough. It is a walkthrough, but it's, it's almost like mainlining the haunted mansion where instead of going through an environment, you see a little like pre-show, but then you go into a room and then it just like throws the whole thing at you at once. So you just stand there and you're looking at a giant courtyard at night and everything is like happening in front of you, but you don't move. So it's like a weird animatronic spooky play where there's like great, you know, coffins wiggling. And then there's a guy hanging in one corner and you look over somewhere else and there's like a witch burning and then there's some monks and, but it's like all happening at the same time in front of you. It was, it was cool. Uh, and that, so they already, when they were closing it, they uploaded multiple videos of like, ride throughs of this attraction including like a 360 which looks like a cg version of it Mm -hmm. and then they've also uploaded teasers of like this is what the replacement dance macabre is and it appears to be a very similar attraction but you sit in a giant swirling moving theater that will point you at Mm. different walls like different scenes and stuff that sounds good that sounds good (laughs) Uh, dance macabre i think is the classical music piece that played in the original ride Mm. Mm -hmm. did you say also a witch burning like like there's like suffering in this ride. oh my god well there's a whole story that when i was there because i don't speak dutch i didn't understand any of it but i watched a youtube video today that explains some of it and it's like that you're in a haunted castle that was cursed because the owner uh yeah like kind of gave up a witch and she got burned so she put a, a curse on the castle and so you're watching the ramifications of that so you're watching like the care the caretaker hang himself you watch the the witch burn you watch someone's funeral but it's like it's really everything is like from what i remember kind of happening at once so it it's just like um sensory overload on like spooky stuff Mm-hmm. This sounds. Cr- I cannot. I actually didn't get to watching a ride through of this. I can't. This sounds so insane. And like, you know, you talk like, uh, uh, oh, it's so crazy that there's a, a hanging body in the haunted mansion. In this, wait, do you see the hanging occur? <laughs> do you see the moment of of death? I don't in think this? they. You see him drop. I well, don't know. He's the bell. He's ringing the bell. He's ringing the bell. Can you see him write the letter, <laughs> and then he hands the letter to the audience, <laughs> and then you see him go up on the chair. <laughs> well, it's Europe. It's, nice, it's, it's Europe. Nice to say goodbye. <laughs> it's Europe. Yeah. <laughs> um, different over there. Well, that is also yeah. That that's so crazy that they're still in in our day and age a uh, hanging that you witness at the haunted mansion in Disneyland. Yes. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. But it but it's the hey, it's the aftermath. It happened a while back. Right. You know? Right. And he's like happy about it too. Like, and he seems like it's fun. And that's you know him, I mean? though, right? That's yeah. the ghost host's body. Yeah. He died by suicide. Yes. He said there's Do they only say my why? Way. Mm, dude, that is not trying real. to... Well, he realizes there's no way out of the haunted mansion. The room that we're in, the like the elevator, there's no windows and no doors, and he can't get... So he has... So he kills himself. Like, it, we, we would all do it if we were stuck in that... How did he get to if the we roof? we were stuck in that room How for days. How did he get days? to the ceiling um, to hang the noose? And where did he paradox. get the noose from? What, he, he came there with a noose just in case? I think he's in the attic. Like, we're seeing a little brief... Like, we're seeing into the attic of the Haunted Mansion. Right? He mo- like, oh. he's not in the, the room... 
directly that we're in. I think we're seeing through the Sorry, ceiling. I need to go back to whatever year you guys covered this scene. 2017. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I don't think we were... T- we, we were very detailed, and we always are about the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. We did not discuss where he got the noose from, and I this guess is that's an true. important issue. Do you know the I, book Boundless Realm? No. You know this book? You gotta no. get this book. It's incredible. It's, uh, it's a former cast member wrote just the most in-depth book on the Haunted Mansion at Disney World but analyzing every inch of it as though it were basically like an art piece or whatever Mm. Um, wow but it's I've been just working my way through it very slowly over the last few months, but it's it's a wonderful book, Boundless Realm, for any it haunted, sounds, haunted cool. mansion fans. It sounds cool, but it sounds like it doesn't have a definitive answer for your questions. I got to go back and look. No, I think he does. Oh, he does. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe not how he got the noose. Um, right. well, I was going to say, could it possibly be fashioned from parts of his clothes that he stripped off? Oh, but he has, it is strong. a rope. It is a rope. I believe you can see that it's a rope. Okay, it's not okay. like a necktie. Well, that, yeah, yeah. People not used like, to have a rope on them a lot more often. Back yeah, that's a good day. point. Like <laughs> clue, yeah. horse like or clue. something. Uh, yeah, for horse he came in with. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got it. This is you, however. Sorry. I, this is Sorry. The, derailing. The no, no, no. I, well, uh, my concern also is that the the book sounds great, but that you've just thrown us something. To make us go even slower through the haunted <laughs> mansion, go, you're going. I was going to say you're going through it way too fast. <laughs> I thought they were brother. <laughs> <laughs> most of the room agrees with you. <laughs> 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 well, we'll take a vote. Do we admit this book into evidence or not? We'll, we'll discuss yeah. it. Um, what is other stuff here? Uh, um, oh, the um, the Flying Dutchman. The Flying is, Dutchman mm-hmm. scene's incredible. Yeah. Which this one is, is a, that? This is a water coaster. Okay, yeah. This is in 2007. So you you, it would have been there at least. Um, okay. This is a evil <laughs> sailor who recruits his crew from orphanages. Um <laughs> Despite that there is a heavy storm blowing into port, he sets sail for the Dutch East Indies, even though it's Easter. (laughs) Um, uh, Like, wait, and I found another description that, like, uh, okay, here we go. Captain uh, Willem van der Decken sailed the seven seas looking for riches and fortune with his crew of orphans. He was so greedy, he even set sail on Easter Sunday, which was forbidden. So this is a scary ride that's a morality Mm. play about not working on Easter. (laughs) Um, And now the the ship is cursed and it's doomed to sail the seas forever. And you are on the ship, so you're you're fucked. You're one of the orphans, Mm. basically. And then here's some of this crazy... There's more crazy mummy dialogue. Um... For uh, when all despair for his lack of fear for God, he proclaims, I will sail storm or not, Easter or not, this motherfucker, mm. prohibited or not, I will sail even into eternity. And then before the big drop, there's a scary voice that says, you shall also sail until the end of time. So we got multiple scary mummy yeah. type attractions with big for with crazy writing with like a dialogue that cuts into your heart. It's great. Damning you to be a sailor forever. <laughs> An orphan sailor An orphan always sailor. working on Easter. <laughs> your Groundhog Day is Easter in Jason 1678. Would, Jason wouldn't like that. That's a Sunday. That's, That's a day right. of rest. A yeah, day, it's a day it's, of rest. It's one of the many days that Jason rests. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I said Sunday, Monday, Tuesday through Thursday. And then Thursday you take a break because it was a busy yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> um, it looks, that looks fucking great though. I like a good, like, I, I, I feel like I've never actually been on one. One of the, like, 
the hybrid where it's it's a coaster, but then there's a splashdown. Uh, the line was way too crazy at the mm-hmm. SeaWorld one that I really wanted to do. Is that an oh, Atlantis sure. ride? Is it? The splashdown, is it like, is Hulk technically a splashdown or no? No, this one splashes in the water. Like, it starts out you go as in a the dark water. ride, right, 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 and then right. it becomes a standard coaster. Right, right. And then it, the coaster splashes in the water. So this one isn't open during winter Efteling. Oh, okay, yeah, because they became year-round at some point, yeah. but not the, the more water-based rides. Also, this ride is in a big Viking ship mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I love the Maelstrom so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maelstrom, yeah. one of the greats, so we still haven't made it to. It's like this is an entire, this is a whole park that's like the Maelstrom. Yeah. I think that's the level on which I would, I would really love it. You uh, would want to get yelled at by Norwegians and <laughs> go inside big ship, big old ships. It's a wonderful place with uh, uh, hustling, bustling city centers and the uh, tourism. Why did you come here? Get out of here. <laughs> Do not witness our tourism. A theme park where you're like damned on each ride. Yeah. yeah. Every damned. ride damns you. <laughs> yeah. Or you see things that make you feel <laughs> like you've been damned. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. Or <laughs> the, the, one of the few exceptions, I would say, is a, a ride that I think is very intriguing. <laughs> the English is Dream Flight. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 It's that. It's a dark ride. Um, Dreamflucht. Dreamflucht. And wow. um, you're suspended. Like, the track is above you. And, like Peter Pan. Yeah. Yeah. And so you go through all the, there's a big diorama. <laughs> to start and then there's like a big fantasy forest and then you are in space Mm. which from the video i'm like this is one of the best portrayals of space in a ride i have ever seen (laughs) there's it's great yeah and you're looking at these planets that are like half planet but they look like almost like they have castles growing out of them um and then you float to somewhere else like another forest and then there's like this big giant spiral room where you're going around a scene and you're kind of descending, if I remember correctly, similar to the um, Calico Mine ride, actually, at, at Knott's, where you're yeah. looking at just a giant space from a lot of different angles. Um, yeah, it's That's amazing. It's a cool idea that amazing not a lot ride. does. And the, the fact, like, building a space that is truly three-dimensional and lets you see everything that's not just like well that's a flat you can't go back yeah you're not just going past scenes yeah we've been talking we've been talking about this lately with the people mover and with discovery zone that we like seeing things from different angles oh that's good Mm -hmm. i mean that is that is that is uh, not to get all highfalutin but that is something that the dark ride as an art form can achieve in a way unlike any other form yeah. Uh, yeah. Like when you approach the prisoners trying to get the key from the dog and pirates uh, and you see it in the distance and you creep towards it and then you're seeing it kind of over their shoulder at the dog and then a few moments later you're seeing it from the dog's perspective because you're floating mm-hmm. by and like, yeah, that's angles. Yeah, <laughs> angles are good. Yeah, it's like yeah. bridging different. You like get every, you get like major key frames and then everything in between. It's mm-hmm. the great unexplored uh, art form of the 20th century, I think. <laughs> God, wow, jeez, that really does like that juice me. Yeah, you know? that makes me feel yeah. good about that. We talk about these things. That we've done this for six years. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's good. It was art that we're talking no, about. No, there's so much potential. Oh God, I've thought about this way too much, and, and not in a while. But like, there is so much potential with dark rides as like an experience that beyond what we know of in theme parks. I, I think there's a lot there. But even like the way that it tells a story, where like you're kind of just drifting through. 
and it's not often so much about like tension and storytelling as much as like moment to moment experience is so much more like real life than like any movie or or anything <laughs> where no. you're just like especially on that Fata Morgana ride we were talking about where you're just kind of like going through these scenes in the you know ancient Middle Eastern times and you're just like you're just getting a feeling and you're just kind of like observing you're floating through and um it's like you well, know, the some feeling, of the yeah. some of the recent rides, the rides where they point you at something, or they're attempting to do something that's more feels more like cinematic, right? But it's not as usually as uh, uh, interesting or a good experience as like pirates, where you're just hanging out with a yeah, bunch right, of right, and drunks. you're deciding what to look at, yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. You were the like camera, you were choosing what to look at in this room. That's it, what makes it, it seems... different than like a 3D movie, yeah, right. So when they do rides that are like really hardcore pointing except for transformers which is, which is perfect uh everything else though <laughs> when they're trying to do that it feels Those like they're points, sort of you're pointed at the most perfect things that anyone's yeah, yeah, ever that one they that. nailed but everything mm-hmm. else it's like they're trying to like imitate sort of a thematic experience but yeah it's that generally whole, like, better in terms of that real life thing tells it the way like especially pirates and i imagine fatima morgana too like the like conversations weaving in and out that you like leave one sound loop oh, yeah. and enter another and enter another. And like the <laughs> lack of music can be a nice thing too, in terms of just creating reality and not like imposing, no, this feels like foreboding and dangerous. Like you kind of get to decide the feeling of certain scenes like this. The the thing I saw a couple of people mention about Fata Morgana that you don't see in a lot of, uh, at least American rides. It's a boat ride, but it's not straight for... There's doors. There's doors, thematic doors that you go through that open up at the start of every scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, that kind of changes. Like, Pirates, you're you're floating the whole time. There's no real obstruction. There's no separation. Yeah. So you get more of, like, separate... Yeah, so it's like little and- scenes playing out, but you still have to choose what you pay attention to. Like mm-hmm. it's it's more that they honed in on the like ethereal, like well, let's just pack this with detail. Yeah. Let's pack this forest with dream flight, and you can see all these little guys and little creatures. Wasn't that the cool thing about a lot of these rides then is like, I think like when you think about what Efteling doesn't have the pressure to do, like that they don't have the pressure to. Uh, uh, serve a CEO and put money into his po- his pockets. And similarly, they, they don't need to uh, promote a movie. It's not one piece of the of a big promotional puzzle. So there's no like, okay, we got a race to get every character in there that everybody. I'm glad they didn't see. put these characters in movies. I'll say that. <laughs> yes, I would not see any movie with any of these characters. Do you think Disney will ever again do a ride like that? That's not just about tying in and promoting a, a movie or a Marvel no. property or <laughs> no. Star Wars property. No, I didn't feel that way. I think the only way it happens is if they sneak it in with like a totally new park. Like one ride out of like a new park with like six rides. And it's probably maybe. not in America. And it's probably not in America. <laughs> yeah. But even then, even like Tokyo Disney Sea, which is n- not super IP centric, they did just, there is this big new expansion coming but it's fully it's IP. All this IP, is IP yeah. Island, basically. <laughs> yeah. So they're not. You're not getting a new. Uh, which IP Island sounds like a wonderful <laughs> yeah, that's place good. to be. It's really all where all our favorite IP is all together. <laughs> I mean, there is like they could do, you know, uh, uh, 
there's enough in Guardians of the Galaxy, like there's enough in like Cosmic Marvel or like the magic stuff in Marvel where there could just be like a million things going around you. You're saying there could be an but, IP ride that was at least good well, in not, this way. Not per se good, but I'm saying something a little more like ethereal and spacey where like the Guardians sure. of the Galaxy are not yelling at you to complete a task. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like every Marvel attraction so far has been... Here are many instructions, and here is lots of backstory. <laughs> you are being yelled at with specifics as yeah. many as you can possibly take. I would love what you're describing. Sounds fantastic. I would, I would love to imagine that and hope they would do that. Yeah, um, but I don't know. Do you? Uh, uh, something we talked about last month. Have you done Avatar the the boat ride? Not yet. No, I haven't been to Orlando in like twenty something years. Oh jeez. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, that's gonna be a huge one. Yeah. If you, if you do it with family or. Yeah. I know. I so I have two kids. They're four and two, and like I was gonna go after I finished uh, working on Paul T. Goldman. I was like, I want to go take the family there for a week and but also um i take them to universal like a few few times a year and the the older one is just in a mode right now of being scared of everything mm, <laughs> and sure. so and the younger um, one doesn't know what's the, happening the, the can't other, go on like mostly open to stuff we did the the studio tour and the younger oh, wow. one the That's two-year-old for- yeah i mean but to that it's just like either so boring it's just like buildings uh from movies that they never heard of <laughs> or it's like king kong fighting dinosaurs it's like way too scary um yeah, yeah, and yeah. uh but like my older one is afraid of the like one minute uh thunderstorm in the tiki room so doesn't want to go into that (laughs) so like so it's just like (laughs) oh and and he used to be obsessed with pirates and then he hit a certain age where uh he doesn't like the drops basically and uh and so it's like yeah i think i gotta wait till they're old so i don't want to go to because i really want to take him to whatever's left of epcot (laughs) and uh (laughs) and and see the stuff down there but it's like i don't don't that won't be fun if like He's upset or not wanting to do anything. <laughs> you might need to do the adult trip. I was, we all I need mean, to I was do like, maybe I just need to go by myself for four days. Or... I definitely will be going there solo sooner than I'll be going with my son. For all the reasons <laughs> you're destroy- describing. Um, there's, he'd spent a lot of time in theme parks. He will again soon. But if uh-huh. you're if, to go across the country, you need a guarantee that's going to be great and work yeah. and not like a horror show for them at every every mm-hmm. turn yeah i mean they barely got through the secret life of pets because of the there's some just this vibe of being in a scary city <laughs> um. yes yeah i did that with my son and he like well the, it was the, it was the first of him reckoning with a bar lowering onto mm. you and imagine you're two years old and that mm. happens and also like they, you know, like it has to click to the, that's as far as it can go on a little two-year-old yeah. chest. That's as far as it can go beyond just nobody being in there. So it's like pressed up. Like he thinks he's being like, it's what I thought on every ride when I was still like eight was that he's being fed into a machine that's like <laughs> an incinerator that's going to burn mm-hmm. him up. So lock him in tight. Like watching him have to reckon with a bar lower. Oh my God. It was so <laughs> awful. And then no, I'm sure you've had this of like, all right, it's. This ride has started bad, 
And now we have to get through this for, <laughs> right. depending on We're that's a slow done. ride. Yeah. If it stops, like, oh, God, six straight <laughs> minutes of hell. <laughs> All right, I'm going to wait till my daughter's like 10 to do <laughs> any of this be, stuff. Well, it's either, although, although so do you agree that, like, maybe you do you do everything between one and two, and then maybe stop <laughs> between for a one bit. and two. Yeah, yeah actually, because they, yeah, they don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. They're we not went, scared. We went all around uh, Tokyo Disney Sea when he was six months old, and there there's no problem. <laughs> yeah. Six months. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, really. um, okay. And now, and since, since you've been there and not a lot of guests have been there comparing the two, if you, if like in terms of, uh, are like, are, are either of them in greatest theme park in the world conversation or one more than the other? Did you like one more than the other? Tokyo Disney sea is like such a more unified environment where, you know, it really feels like you're on another planet and, uh, and it just feels so perfectly done except that uh, Italy part that just does feel like the Americana or something. Tuscany part. We have so many fake Italy's. That style has been too adopted to have any magic to it. But um, <laughs> you grew up in New Jersey too. Plenty of Italy there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, that's like a crazier achievement, I think, because it's like this giant intentional thing. This is like, though, I, I hadn't thought of it because I, I, until I was looking stuff up for it for this, but it's like, it really is because it grew so organically, it wasn't like a plan. Uh, it wasn't and even it, meant to be a, a theme park. It was like, uh, like the sports center, basically, that like, yeah, and then that started a garden and then we'll do these little fairy tale exhibits. So like. Yeah, that it, that it was never like let's build a theme park, but it became this. Yeah, so but it does have this crazy quality where it does it almost a lot of it feels like you're just kind of wandering through a forest and then happening upon these like insane, um, very expensive. It's just it's not janky at all. They really like the animatronics are good. The music is good. Like it's legit. Like they spend tens of millions of dollars on these on these rides. Um, There's a lot of yeah. full orchestra doing the score for things. And wait, that's a question also like. Do you really wander? Are there like big stretches of this just this just feels like a, a garden or nature or I just remember uh, the, uh, like especially in the part near that like fairy tale forest you can wander around there for a long time and, and just find stuff um, and then the rest of it I think is like paved but also like pretty themed pretty pretty well done um, but there isn't any kind of like main street or hub or anything that's intentionally designed to like bring you into the experience you just kind of are there and you're just kind of like finding stuff there's also this one ride with i think it's a roller coaster inside with this giant like bird outside you see a picture of that this giant oh yeah rock um bird rock bird rock bird rock park um i think it's also about how uh arabian nights are uh, difficult to <laughs> endure You'll you'll find a lot of peril. <laughs> More peril. I, I think it's it's a Sinbad uh, yeah. coaster, I believe. Right? Okay, like yeah, yeah. That seems like a common thing Sinbad there. Sinbad or Sinbad? I, I'm not sure. I, <laughs> it's a good. I'm going to say Sinbad just Sinbad, in case. Sinbad, I think is yeah. Then I there's mean, a, one uh, from just that opened. I think right after we were there, a year or two after we were there. That's a trackless one. That has three paths. Did you guys read about oh, that? Oh, Symbolica. Yeah. Yes, it looks incredible. So this is like they work their little mascot guy into this uh, ride. And he's a little jester. Is he jo- jokey? Jokey. I think so, yeah, jokey. And <laughs> no, so, no, no, wait, no, pa- Pardos. That was the old one. Wait, the way jokey There's- is different than Pardos? I think Everything so. Everything I saw said that the jo- the jester's name is Pardos. Wait, I, oh, I no, didn't no, see okay, you're jokey. Right. That's Pardos. Oh, Pardos. 
I don't want to be missing a space jester. Wait, but who is Jokey? I saw he Jokey too. The, is he a different ride? He might be the old mascot. One of them. Okay, one of them is in the small world knockoff. Um, Pardos, I think, is the new one. That's right, Scott. Oh, okay, but Jokey. Well, Jokey's in the carnival. Oh, I've seen Jokey. Yes, Jokey's Jokey. more of a like simple. Like the big circular faces. He lives in a hot air balloon, and he likes to eat pizza in the shape of a heart. Is that right? That's what it says Part on the website. Is a magician wow. and jester uh, who was born on the planet Symbolica, which <laughs> yeah. uh, sounds, uh, sounds adjacent like a, to a mystica. I was going to say sounds like <laughs> oh, Chris <yeah>. Angel show. <laughs> this ride is really wild in terms of the trackless dark ride. I mean, there's a bunch of scenes that you all do together, and then you like pick your path. And those paths each have two exclusive scenes on each path. Mm-hmm. And you have an interactive console on the front of the ride vehicle so you can, like, play in Oregon. Wow. Or, or, or make, like, do, different shapes appear yeah. and some kind of spell in front of you. This is, I mean, I'm sure, as with all of these things, I would rather see them in person than watch videos. But there's some of these you're like, the video, maybe the video is not conveying the whole thing, but the video is conveying a lot. Like this, yeah. you can tell very clearly from this video. This is one of the best rides built anywhere. Did you see? Yeah, there's a, a scene where you're in like an aquarium, and there's this giant. I think it was real. I don't think it was video whale that comes down and is floating and blinking. At yeah, you. the was, whale is insane. It's incredible looking, and then the glass starts to crack similar to the Jurassic uh, world thing here, I think where it starts to crack, but then real water starts coming in. Wow. Um, it's cool. Look Jeez. cool. Yeah. But let me ask you this. Does it have three giant fans blowing trash at you? <laughs> <laughs> or is that an a mystica exclusive? <laughs> What's well, the current? maybe a mystica. It's a mystica. He said it's closing to tour Europe. That was their oh, uh, that's ridiculous right. excuse lie wow. for why it was that's closing. Not, that's <laughs> not happening. <laughs> but that will run for in Europe for like decade, like Starlight Express. It'll just never close. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way they can get those giant fans over to Europe. <laughs> They're like as big as a, a room. Maybe yeah, through magic we can. Their trash their trash regulations are also much more strict there. You know? <laughs> it's true. At Efteling, the creatures suck the paper away from you. At a Mystica, the paper's blasted at you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very specific Yekka Smirnoff. No, this thing, I mean, what I wrote down about Symbolica is this is like a new journey into imagination this is like yes. a like that's what it deeply feels like, yeah. sincere cinematic like stirring but with with original characters and not just pardos the jester from space but also <laughs> king pardolphus you meet it's all about going to visit king pardolphus but mm-hmm. before you can get to him you have to get to his taskmaster guard oj punctual <laughs> of course <laughs> I guess, is this also a European thing? that They're uh, still willing to name characters OJ? Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess what, what year did this open? Uh, 2017. Yeah, okay. I mean, why not? The name's out there. It's catch. I like OJ Punctual. OJ Punctual. I like OJ. <laughs> you like OJ? He's Simpson. funny. <laughs> He's like I'm, an influencer now. <laughs> I do his, his Twitter videos. I mean, I turn to him when I want to know what to think about the slap. Yeah. Or any He's other always shaking his head and stuff. Yeah. Foolishness. <laughs> 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 um no this thing's oh wait and here's a, i forgot another one uh, you jason you're asking about like who made these rides 
Uh, ETF Ride Systems built this one. I think they've made a lot of the uh, more innovative trackless rides, but also a little ride called Knights in White Satin. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. I thought that was Sally Corp. They did. I mean, I think they did the, like, effects and the decor, but the, like, the the, um, the track you're talking yes, about. the track. A lot of people are trying to take credit for that ride. Yes, everyone's racing, too. Everybody is uh, liars. I wish I, I could have gone on that ride. That's an ethereal ride without, like, a straight... Like A to A to C narrative, like A to B narrative, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's more of an experience. Yeah, yeah. we're not that saying we haven't been saying the full name either. Nights and White Satin. Nights and White Satin. The trip. The trip. <laughs> Not the ride. <laughs> yeah. Because at the height of lockdown, I was just buying things on eBay. One of the things I bought was the psychedelic coffee mug for Nights and the White Satin, the wow. trip. It's wow. an inconvenient shape. It's got a lot of squirrels on it. What do you mean? What do you mean inconvenient shape? It's just odd. It's, it's like it's square. It's square on the top, and then it goes to like a circular bottom, and it's heavy. Have you posted a photo of this? I th- I think I did. Let's see that mug. Let's look at the mug. <laughs> I um the I it's inter- we've been calling shots a lot. That's been the the catchphrase oh, yeah. of oh, the sure. year. What mm. I'd really like to do, Jason, I'd love for you to be there. Well, I've been dreaming for years of Hard Rock Park three. Oh yeah, with John Binkowski. Yeah, and you as well. I don't know yeah, how he's to- got to have listened to that episode, right? I That's a question. Know. If he's aware of it, I guess. If you're, I, there's, there's I not like that we were, much media We were media very respectful about. to him. We kind of were doing it assuming he would listen to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some of the, some people are like close enough to, uh, uh, would, we, we were, what's he up to these days? Does well, anyone know? Would you, he works, he has a themed entertainment company in Orlando. What do they that, do? Like, they helped on that born identity. Uh, oh, really? Show. She stole oh, the so Wow, wow. Yeah. Oh. Which we need to see. Everybody uh, yeah. speaks very yeah. highly of it. That's Where true. is that? That's at Universal of Florida. Oh, damn. Replaced T2, I gotta go. Three, you really gotta go. <laughs> I gotta Solo. Go. Yeah. No kid. Bachelor. I might have to do it. I haven't, yeah. That's 20 years. That's a that's a whole lot of stuff. A whole lot of construction walls. closed, yeah. You gotta see everything that's closed. You missed closed. a lot of stuff. All the Epcot projects that have been canceled. I can't go to Florida right now. I got Royce Rocco on my tail. Oh, <laughs> wow. Lay low. He will send his boys after you. Are you Speaking sure he wouldn't of... just take you around? <laughs> Orlando? <laughs> That's a ride. Yeah, going on Royce Rocco's Daytona. But be careful. Might be a bomb aboard. <laughs> I You talk about people listening to th- who are like only like a stone's throw away. We were, and we'll we'll talk a little more at the end about your show. About but, but for anybody who's watched Paul to go, you you said at the beginning you think it's very possible that Paul is listening to this. Right I just now. know that I've, I, yeah, I think Paul's listening to a lot of interviews I'm doing, or uh, you know, yeah, I think uh, he's you know he's getting a lot of ads him and checking stuff out and seeing the response to the show. So I, I yeah, he may he may listen to this. And also he was saying to me the other day that um, his first wife who's in the show uh uh galena was um pitching him ideas on like uh, new things to do and one of them that he was excited about was could you do a paul t goldman theme park and i said well actually i'm going on a theme park podcast that some good friends of mine do um but then we started talking about something else before i got any of the 
I need the, the details oh, of what that would God. be. Pass them along, please. <laughs> yeah, send <laughs> send screenshots of if the you text know, I can see if he wants to record something uh, and send it to you. You can get an exclusive. Oh uh, my God, a Palti Goldman appearance. You within? know what? Let me see. I'll Jeez. text him. Jeez, you should send it first to uh, John Benkowski and see if he's interested in starting and funding it. Yes. Yeah, let's tie it could, all together. Yeah, he could do like the he could be the Wallner of that uh, project. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> are you <laughs> saying? Are you saying Wallner doesn't want to be the Wallner? Of another, no, of you just want someone from that world. I I knew how to make a TV show. You need some, if you're going to do right. a theme park where you do whatever you know rides he wants to do. You then go to you Johnny need B. Someone for, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. yeah. Well, if Paul is listening, also we are describing one of the only people out there who do who has built an entire theme park from scratch. This is who that's you true. need to work with. Um, and now it's just a matter of pitches. Making I mean, his whole life yeah. is a roller coaster. So. Um, I mean, is it... That's what Minkowski should do next is an autobiography in the form of a theme park. Oh, right. His, his life story? Yeah. <laughs> that, so it involves... So there's a ride that there, there is would be a Hard ride Rock that would, Park the yes, ride. Yes, that would be... The ride would be his experience of the rise and fall of Hard Rock Park, but that would oh, be the ride. Jeez. And that's only one one part of it. Like the the rise up through, yeah. like you see all the ideas forming and the brainstorming and the possibilities. You make a shady deal with a Native American tribe <laughs> to <laughs> license the Hard Rock brand. That's right. Yes. <laughs> and then you go off the cliff and you just go. And then uh, agreement deals with the eagles <laughs> flapping by you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you licensing deals. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. The bare metal family waving to you bare from metal. heaven. And you go underwater. You go far. <laughs> <laughs> you can make the ratio correct. Like the lift hill as, is as long as the prep period. And then the, uh-huh. the drop is as fast as four months. <laughs> and then when it's over, you just stay there. Like the park is still there you just stay there forever (laughs) we we need to get his thoughts on like because i don't know if you guys have been following this but uh hard rock is taking over the mirage casino hotel oh no are they gonna rebrand that a hard rock they're they're gonna rebrand it (gasps) it is gonna close for a while did they close Uh, the hard rock in vegas is that gone that's the virgin hotel and casino now so mirage is becoming a hard rock mirage is becoming a hard rock are they gonna get rid of they're gonna get rid of enchanted garden that is slowly being retired i think they're rehoming all the animals and stuff this this my brief googling says volcanoes fine for now for like the next year and then Mm. they're gonna close everything because they are gonna build a guitar shaped hotel tower (laughs) because it's gonna be like the one they're building in is it florida or are they building it somewhere else on the east coast there's a big guitar hotel being built i think they have one yeah this looks so stupid look at a picture of this (laughs) yeah yeah that's what yeah yeah guitar tower they built one of those already cool (laughs) (laughs) it looks so cool somebody's gunning for a free room (laughs) it's just so the whole like idea of like hard rock is uh it's really relevant it's really relevant yeah <laughs> oh god jc wait i i was judging off of the the um the headline uh <laughs> it's it's just it, it says it'll live on into 2023 but then the quote is we will not be continuing to operate the volcano once we commence construction well what yeah. does it have to do with rock unless they you know it's like the 
Steven I don't know, Tyler's flames burst. Mouth. That would be at yeah. a hard rock concert. Yeah. Would it not? Jimmy Buffett has a song called Volcano, but it's not he. I guess Jimmy Buffett's not hard rock. So and he's already sense. got a place across the street. That's right. <laughs> so what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. You don't want to double uh, up on that. A volcano is a big part of Dianetics, and there's a lot of uh, rock star Scientology. <laughs> That's out true. There. Yeah. Chick Korea. It all ties together. That's for the Chick Korea wing. <laughs> there's there's uh, online. Uh, Hulk Hogan has been seen with a couple of people from Scientology yeah. <laughs> recently. Uh, yes, yeah. Yeah. that's him. good. He needs it. He so, needs these it. worlds have That'll been waiting to meet forever. Yeah. Uh, um, what have we missed? Oh, I know something. Mike, you to quote you a little while ago, you said you did not want to see any characters from oh, oh, well. in a film. However, there is a TV show called The Magical World of Pardos, mm. and it's not. I thought it was animated because it's a mostly it's a character right, you mostly right. see animated. No, this was like a cheapo. Although effects, I don't even want to say cheapo. It's just not. It doesn't look like a movie. Right, not it a big look like budget. Harry Potter, but like a you know a, like a decent sized syndicated sci fi type mm-hmm. show. The Magical World of Pardos, like better than Bible Man budget. Definitely better than Bioman. Yeah. Although I, I put on a minute of it last night, and Aaron said, "Oh, this looks like Space Cases." Oh yeah. Remember Space Cases? I do. Yeah. That Latter Day Snick show. Oh yeah. So if you want something with Space Cases quality, that vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um. So part of, I mean, I'm impressed by that. That Efteling made a show. Yeah. Uh, They're making people fall in love with Pardos and OJ Punctual. There's a TV uh, broadcast that actually kind of tied in with, it was right around the time of when they were opening Spook Slot, the Haunted Castle attraction, which was uh, Kate Bush did a performance, a, mm. the Efteling TV special, like exclusive performance. Yeah. Because her song Withering Heights was very mm. big in Europe. Yeah. I watched this whole special. Uh, it's so great. It might have broken the dam for me on liking Kate Bush. I'm like, I mean, I've liked everything I've heard, but I've never like gone deep. But I like, I liked every song in this thing so much. Oh yeah, uh, this song I think is called "Them Heavy People." It's all from her first album, which I've now listened to and really like. I'm like, oh, this this might be what I need. But her doing Weathering Heights in the in Spook Slot, and then, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then. Uh, uh, this them heavy people she does like arm in arm with these three like troll creature like like with animatronics and she's swaying back and forth with them it's so charming it's such a like great performance piece for it's better than like uh megan trainer in front of the disney world <laughs> castle on a, like a holiday special is what you're saying um to me but okay. it's uh, you know in in the eye of the whole you know uh, there's 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 a quantity with megan trainer because she's been part of those specials every year every year it's the last like. 12 years I can i bring up something real quick that's completely unrelated but i have to mention it <laughs> Okay, Jason is wearing, I think, socks that are Spider-Man socks. These are Spider-Man but socks, but they're like wool, because so it's, of the it's way pretty warm. To me, it looks like you're wearing a full Spider-Man outfit under your clothes. <laughs> it does look like I that. Cannot keep, I, I can't get the thought out of my it head, so like I had to busted. say it. <laughs> I, it looks like, your it looks like Jason is Spider-Man on the side. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't help but bring it up because it's been driving me nuts wow. for like... This, oh, this is actually a, a classic <laughs> Dutch pastime. It's called Spider-Manning. Oh, okay. <laughs> you wear a regular outfit, but you have a full Spider-Man outfit underneath. <laughs> I, would, I would not be shocked if you were just wearing like long... Spider-Man underwear under that. It's I know it's not what's happening. Actually, you know what? Prove it to me that those are socks. 
Just for my own. These are very snug socks with very snug joggers on. They, I don't know how. They go pretty high. They go, oh, he's got a oh, phone. I can't see it. That didn't prove it. That didn't prove it. That didn't prove it. That was so high and he's not going to show me. Well. You're, you're, you're pointing at him like the Spider-Man's in the meme. Your yeah. friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. You know, Aeson is wearing a full Spider-Man outfit <laughs> under the seats. Right. And as soon as he leaves, he's going to pull that mask up and either <laughs> go uh, uh, stop some crime or commit a crime. <laughs> <laughs> that's you, how he's getting the CVS candy for free. That's, that's it. right. He solved it. He's, f- he's faking coupons. Yeah. Well, I I run it. I send someone in to get it, and then when they run out. I don't stop them. Oh, just like, like, like Uncle Ben. Yeah, yeah, just like Uncle Ben. You're right. Wow. Well, that's a scheme. And then I forget the lesson and eat the candy he got me. <laughs> <laughs> um, what have we not gone oh, uh, uh, did you? When, did you sta- right. when you stayed there, did you do the hotel? Uh, we did. We stayed around a lake. Um, <laughs> there's and a hotel in there, and there's a bunch of quote holiday villages. So the I holiday village. The I was looking at that today. That's called um, Village Bosrijk, um, <laughs> which really looked like a family-friendly Midsommar kind of situation. Uh-huh. <laughs> like it really had those those buildings and that vibe. Um, we stayed like stay overnight. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what it was called, but it was like a little, uh, they're just little buildings around a lake. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's really cool. And you can just walk around and, and there's a, yeah, there's an island with a little castle. Um, and uh, this, yeah, this, I got pictures of uh, that. And then you see that and it's on the way. Oh, yeah? It's nice. Yeah, it's nice. great. It's nice. Oh, send us any good <laughs> pictures you, also. The, uh, the main hotel is these like crazy themed rooms. Yeah, like we were in a, a themed room. Cinderella suite that's like got a, you know, like got a little like some boiling stew <laughs> somewhere. Wow. Like oh, we weren't in an elaborate one. We just had like it was like a little old timey, and it, but it had a painting of this um, owl on the wall that was very cool. Whoa! <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's really intense. <laughs> the owl who hunts sinners. Another classic children's tale. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, well, you talk themed suites. You know what the Efteling Hotel has is the Pardo Suite. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Uh, yes, it sparkles with magic. <laughs> Read a story together from one of the books in Pardo's bookcase, or watch the story of Pardos and Symbolica on TV. <laughs> watch watch Pardo else. make love to your wife <laughs> <laughs> hear his jingle jangle as he goes down on her <laughs> welcome to Europe <laughs> uh, um, wait I have a little bit of one that I missed I think of a kind of watershed ride for this place is the Python um, and it's kind of a it's controversial in Efteling history it's it's just it's a steel looping coaster it seems like just a good steel coaster um that is not fairy tale and forest and and mythology and it was really the first ride that broke from that and um so there were people who didn't like it and i think it broke all kinds of noise ordinances so the ride was protested and i read this i'm not really sure how they got over it i think maybe they just uh did it (laughs) just stopped Mm. listening to the the townsfolk but anyway um it's just notable for being a very solid roller coaster really got people in the door took them into the Mm. into the 70s but there's a lot of silly stuff how they promoted this ride (laughs) And some of this, by the way, comes from Expedition Theme Park. They made a bunch of great videos about it. 
um, so to credit them. Um, but uh, that's where I learned about a couple of weird things. One is that for a commercial, I think, they attached a Porsche to the coaster. And there's a video you can watch of them installing it. And then this won't be uh, too interesting sound-wise. This is just for you guys to see. There's a, a full Porsche on the front as the front car of a roller what, coaster. Uh, All right, okay. Why do that? I don't know. I don't know what it uh, conveyed or uh, was it for a Porsche commercial? I'm not sure. But the ride vehicle is is red, and so is the Porsche. It's really silly looking. I guess it's nice to give a car the chance to ride a roller coaster. <laughs> See, it was, was going to die. Was I, a dying, <laughs> the Porsche's dying wish. Our confusion, they would call a, a lack of understanding on America's part. You know, they they just go for it at Eftelake. Like, they, they commit to the bit at Eftelake. Like, they, hmm. they, Don't ask the question. you know, they committed to an aesthetic and, hmm. like, like not using uh, cheap materials and stuff. Efteling is essentially like imagine what Epcot would look like if like the day one, you know, thesis of Epcot and execution of opening Epcot just never tapered off. Never stopped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, another thing that is said about said by expression theme, but there, there were a bunch of musical acts that performed at the opening, uh, including uh, local favorites, the Dolly Dots. Um, and I, let me just play a bit of the Dolly Dots. I think I found my new favorite band. They're like ABBA, but just the girls and then mm. two more sets of girls. <laughs> um, and it's like, they're not even quite at like Spice Girls level of dancing. They're like, <laughs> um, like they're not professional, but, but they're on roller skates for this one performance. But, uh, but this is, I'm, I'm just going to play a little of the song uh, Money Lover, which is a, a screed against money lovers. And okay. I really like this song. No, oh, they're they're all uh, uh, all of the dolly dots are yeah, yelling at a rich man in an uh, open top car. Are you oh, sure um, this is not an anti-Semitic track? <laughs> He's not sure. Uh, now, it, well, it's sung in English, but with a thick accent, so which might be masking some very offensive lyrics. Let's hear I don't what know. money, what the lyrics of money lover are. Um, well, I love the lyrics, which if you don't understand it when I play it. These lyrics are bite the dust and hot shot. <laughs> there's a roulette. And then Who's it playing roulette? roulette. Yeah, well, you see this awful rich guy in uh-huh. his uh, in his showy car, and then you see him uh, doing some evil gambling. But mm-hmm. by the end, after they all dance and yell at him, uh, by the end, he's uh, 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 penniless. He walks okay. in there, like uh, impoverished him, and he's drinking in an alley. So the the dolly dots ruined this man. They killed. Yeah, <laughs> they destroyed him. But I really it sounds like, like the Go Go's or something. It's a little bit, yeah. 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 They, they start a little more ABBA seemingly, and then they they kind of turn that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like "Bite the Dust, Hot Shot." That feels like a cousin <laughs> of um, what's the Mickey <laughs> phrase that we soak your head fresh, soak boy? your head fresh, yeah. boy. Yeah, or yeah. Feels like a cousin boy? of that. And then there's one more thing, and I think this was kind of the like the Python must have been the Splash Mountain of Efteling where they're trying all kinds of crazy stuff to to promote it. Uh, um, actually, Efteling has many Splash Mountains, as we've learned <laughs> in terms <Yeah>. of offensive <laughs> material. Uh, uh, but in terms of promotional efforts, and this I have to play a second of, that one promotional thing that they did is they did an elaborate escape sequence from the roller coaster like a car was coming at a magician who was tied to the tracks and the magician way before lance burton did it outside of vegas uh way before that it was first done 
by a Belgian magician, I think, named uh, Joe Alcatraz. <laughs> and I'm just gonna. This is just gonna be the sounds of Joe Alcatraz uh, <laughs> moaning and writhing as he tries to escape the roller coaster. <laughs> And then at the last second, when you think all hope is lost, Joe Alcatraz is saved by a camera cut. <laughs> just suddenly like is this, this is the most cop outy thing. I mean, granted, if you're if you watch it, the coaster does come at him, but like why do the cut? I don't know. I'm not sure. Wait, where was the cut? Uh, um, like you were looking at one. There's one angle for most of his writhing. Oh, and then it, yeah, it's. I mean, that's yeah. But, that's but it's. Probably... I guess it is. Well, look, he's on the track, and then, <laughs> and he's still screaming. And then the car comes. It's better than the Lance Burton one. I was gonna say, sure. is this where yeah. Lance Burton got the idea? Yeah, he you got know? Joe Alcatraz got to it first, and I would like to learn everything I can about Joe Alcatraz. He's got a pretty like nifty van with his name on it. Wow, <laughs> um, really like the name. Um, so these Python promotional efforts, love it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's all. Like, if if you can't go to a park, what you at least want are a lot of bizarre YouTube videos <laughs> stemming from the park, mm-hmm. and there's no shortage. There's of some. Point. I should have actually took a clip of this. There's some great. We were just talking also on the. Uh, people mover episode about that 70s horn vibe that's missing from disneyland like that herb say, albert we didn't say porn wait oh you said, oh, you said horn horn oh, okay porn. oh i sorry i thought you, i mean you because you could describe that music as being like herb albert the famous pornographer <laughs> well there's a very sexy woman on the cover of one of his albums that's right. so to oh, me yes, that's the whipped cream yes, yes indeed uh, very many, pornographic uh, body Dance happened to Mr. Albert's <laughs> the music. Bo- the, bon- the body brass of Herb Albert, That's I believe, right. is the name of the record. Well, there you go. Um, uh, so, yeah, but there's a lot of commercials that have that vibe, too, um, for Efteling. Oh, sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Huh. Like a little swinging retro. You know, that that thing. Yeah. 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 Um, good <laughs> commercials, good materials. I don't know. What have, what have we not uh, gotten to? We, we've been very productive for being I think we covered the, the main It's a good ones. overview. A lot. I mean, there's other... They have... Um they have a madhouse style ride where it's like you're sitting in a room and it seems like the whole place goes upside down. It's fun. These mm-hmm. are yeah. kind of there. There used to be one at Six Flags Great Adventure. I remember doing uh, that was like Houdini based. Uh, that's just neat. Oh yeah, I did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it stuck around for a while, <laughs> and um, so they have that. At one point in time, they had a, blo- a bobsled roller coaster. Mm. That's like imagine a giant bobsled track. But with like roller coaster cars, and, and they then just, yeah, you're not on a tread. They just release the. They car just release the <laughs> car, and then that that was replaced by another upgrade by like dueling power coasters, which I I had always seen this phrase. I I never really processed it, but a power coaster is a roller coaster that is powered the whole time. It's not like dropped from a hill. To like oh, pick up I see. None, none of it is gravity. You're saying, yeah. So it can it can do like unique starts. Like uh, uh, so, I I again just committing to like oh we're going to do something interesting. If we're removing something, we're replacing it with something worthwhile. Something and there's a museum too within the park. There's a small museum where you can see like old 
artifacts or like a track from you know old rides and yeah. wow yeah. yeah the museum's great i went there it's great it's worth going Eptling's great it's a great yeah. place <laughs> it sounds yeah you got they cleaned you, up their act they did the right thing they they got, it was especially great now they were dragged kicking and screaming into the present <laughs> yeah. day and now we're good uh i did i did look up like how to get here to see if it's like because i always heard like oh you get on a bus in the middle of amsterdam and it doesn't dead, run right, that Jason? often yeah uh yeah it was very uh inconvenient for yeah, sure I, I i so i i looked it up and it it does mention like there are many public transportation ways to get here but then there's driving directions from different points and the first thing i saw was just the phrase maintaining the direction of Dordrecht slash breda and i was like oh man this is this is a little intimidating they're already <laughs> using the a phrase i've ne- i understand but have never seen before maintain the direction is a, is Dordrek a monster <laughs> is he or something a, a he's gonna your car. it seems like a thing but it was it, it, the website is fun to peruse because like there's just little phrases here and there where it's like not quite a direct translation yeah 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 where it's, it's, not like, a direct it's not terrible english yeah. but it's a little like uh it just reads a little crazy yeah. here and there. Mm-hmm. Like the go, like the um, Jason. What was the specific one of the in the fairy tale forest? There's like thirty different scenes and stories represented. Yeah. And the one is you peek into the cottage with like a oh, bunch it's of incredible. Goats, there's a wolf dressed the, goats sitting around the table. Yeah, it's these dressed goats. There's a wolf at the door. Um, <laughs> he has a full suit, suit and tie. <laughs> yeah, he is a suit and tie. And then there's these. Um, He's, you know, moving. They're all moving. And then, yeah, they're sitting on the table and it just looks like just this crazy like movie i mean it looks like um what lars von trier's antichrist <laughs> where the animals come in at the end um where it's just like they're just having this weird meal or no they're playing a game Jesus. and but it's haunting it's like really yeah. disturbing i'm scared and, uh, yes. yeah this it's, it's wonderful out. yeah it yeah. is really yeah um, it's awful yeah as long as they're like goats uh, uh willingly as long as they're <laughs> hmm. they, well i guess you're uh, what i'm saying is i don't like i am so disturbed by the donkey's Having become donkeys oh, in Pinocchio, uh, in Pinocchio right, yeah, right. Uh, the hands of, of magic. So as long mm-hmm. as they're okay with being goats, that helps me. Okay. Here's another thing I love, and I can give you this clip, is these these boats, um, you, there's a boat ride on a lake, but they just go on a track and they just run them when they're empty. So it's just like so scary. There's just like <laughs> this line of empty boats with no one driving them that just like float through all day and night. So this ride had no survivors. <laughs> they well, they're all, like, they're coming back from hell. <laughs> well, they were all taken. They were all, oh, okay. uh, <laughs> the uh, resurrection happened. Oh, yeah. you know, That's better. Yeah. Left yeah. behind happened. Um, uh, yeah. There's some Midsommar stuff. Uh, I don't know that that's a right country to be referencing, but you know what I'm saying. No, just like that's weird so Euro, like, yeah, yeah, just Euro, Euro weirdness. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like the thing about it and that it's like, it's still allowed to be weird. There isn't some Cedar mm. Fair type company. It's like, yeah, I mean, it might get more people if you take away the weirdness. Sure. It's, um, yeah, it's weird this and rough around ju- the edges and I, I'd really like to go. Just Seth Meyers was interviewing Jordan Peele and they were talking about going when they were in Boom Chicago. This was like a week ago on oh, the show. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Oh, they, they went yeah. during Boom Chicago's uh, uh, Amsterdam. Oh, yeah. It's where a lot, of, theater, a lot yeah. of people do go there for like a year and do improv. 
We never. You didn't audition for that, did you? I didn't audition for that because yeah. the way everyone described it and the way it's been talked about, it's like, well, you go um, to Amsterdam and you do improv for a year and the audiences do not like you. <laughs> it, uh, but it's cool to just hang out in Amsterdam for a year. You don't get paid very much and the audiences are not wild about a lot of the shows, but it's a great tourist. So I, think, I went right? there when I was 18. I think I went to a Boom did Chicago you? show yeah. in Amsterdam. Yeah. And you hated it? I I like I like I was eighteen I liked it I I think Will Forte was a um, did a did a stint there actually their alumni role is it's insane crazy I love people who did that yeah Mm. well the Um, problem is the locals were all in the audience like who are these performers none of them are goat faces (laughs) 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 um uh jason anything else about uh you want to throw in before we that covers all my efteling memories yeah Yeah, no it's just a good it's a good place go Jeez. yeah great uh i'm i'm very excited too we will uh i'm so glad you could you could take us through it mentally jason molliner you survived podcast the ride uh so so happy you could do this and let's Something I will get the something you do not typically choose to do, which is exit through the gift shop. You don't have to here either. However, uh, Paulsy <laughs> Goldman is so amazing. We've all watched it. Yeah, oh, uh, we all love it very much, and uh, uh, and the listeners should. Uh, should check it out. Thanks. The, the yeah, Efteling of shows. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a new, I have a new show, newish. Came out a few weeks ago. Uh, it's on the streaming service Peacock. It's called Paul T. Goldman. Um, look for the thumbnail. <laughs> Check it. Yeah, keep your eyes open. Click and it, it. Watch it's, it. It's six parts. Um, and it, it's it's the one with the guy. It's the one with the guy who doesn't look like the typical stars of shows. It yeah. doesn't. But that was from a photo shoot where like. It wasn't a great... We didn't get a great photo that really captures him. He kind of looks unspectacular, uninteresting in that photo. He's a pretty interesting guy. Um, and the show is about his story that he tells about marrying uh, a woman who turned out had a secret double life and his attempts to take down uh, her international crime ring, which may or may not exist. And and, uh, and that's kind of the simplest way <laughs> of uh, talking about the show. And it's much more complicated than that uh, as you guys know <laughs> oh yeah some great <laughs> actors some great actors show up in it yeah, no great kidding. actors uh yeah um, like like paul t gold paul t goldman, <laughs> paul t. goldman. <laughs> uh, melinda mcgraw earl brown just great actors you've seen in all sorts of things but but acting with this real guy who uh wrote this script and lived his life and then there's a bunch of other kind of documentary elements to it it's a very hard show to describe but it's an easy show to watch that is absolutely, uh, <laughs> I know, like, like it sounds like, it, it's, it, or it might sound like math when you hear it, but that it's all these formats blending, but it is so exciting, and e- it goes down so smooth, and it keeps, like, the there's such variety to it, because it's cycling through the formats, but it's all weaving one story so wonderfully together. I hope Editing, so, thank phenomenal you. Phenomenal. Thank you. Uh, we had really great editors, and, uh, yeah, it. I worked on it for about 10 years, and it's out, and, uh... That's my plug. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a really good one, and I I, I don't want to say I don't want to that implies that other people's plugs have not. But but look, uh, it's, it's top notch. It's so I, I, I demand that the audience uh, uh, check out Paulsy Goldman on, on Peacock. I would say this this crowd, the listener base of Podcast the Ride. Definitely a type of person who's after experiences. I would say this is more 
of an experience than other TV shows. <laughs> yeah. By the time you get to the end, uh, you've gone through something. Um, like, whether that's good every, or not. Like every possible permutation of, of like what it's like in this guy's <laughs> mind. Inside and out of it, and, and and things are turned on him in a way you don't expect. And uh, yeah, there isn't an easy uh, path through this, but I, I hope it's uh, enjoyable in some way. <laughs> if you sign up, sign up for Peacock today. You can watch all of uh, Paul T. Goldman. You can watch the Royal Rumble tomorrow, and then yes. you can cancel after the free trial. You know, cancel on Sunday. You know, well, I don't, he's not. Jason's not supposed to be saying that. Cancel after the free trial. No, that's Jason Sheridan. Sheridan. Jason Walner had no involvement with that. I'm a Warner statement. Brothers Discovery guy. Okay, I'm a Zaslav. Writer guy. Everything else is canceled as soon as I Zaslav Stam. Hey, we got to cut the fat. Okay, you know. No. We've all heard my many rants about the national they deficit. do like a reality show on HBO Max that's just Zaslov deciding what stuff to cancel oh, and yeah. pull off HBO Max. And like each episode, mm-hmm. yes. he like he's like weighing different things, and like people are pleading for their shows to stay on. <laughs> Begging, and yeah. yeah like, and it's just got that like TikTok reality competition mm-hmm. music. He's like, yeah. he's like sitting on a throne. <laughs> he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's called like the show is called Please, Mister Zaslov. <laughs> 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 and, then, and then and then what he cancels at the end of that episode a- disappears from HBO Max <laughs> the next day. And you're That's watching since watch you're the... watching Please Mr. Zaslov, you can't go quickly watch whatever he canceled. No, because you don't gone know until the end. And as soon as it ends, yeah. it's gone. <laughs> and then but the season finale is one of the shows on the chopping block is Please Mr. Zaslov. <laughs> and he has oh, to wow. decide whether or not he commits a show suicide. So you never see the end of the last episode because it just disappears before it, you can watch it. it. Yeah, if, he cho- if that's the one that goes... It just goes back to the menu. No credits, nothing. Mm-hmm. And, it's, mm-hmm. and it's no evidence that the show ever existed. Wow. Wow. Wow, that's good. <laughs> I should pitch it's, that to HBO Max. Yeah, we'll cut this. We'll cut it. And you'll have the first. Have a, a great sense of humor about their current status. <laughs> All the people you know? I knew there uh, have been like, oh, so I don't. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Burning, I'm burning no bridges. <laughs> <laughs> that place. Yeah, it's a ghost <laughs> Any town. show made by anyone I like there is not. Uh, <laughs> wait, Eagle Heart's still up. Though. I don't know how. I mean, it's wow. because they don't. Uh, maybe they're if they're pulling things off HBO Max based on not wanting to pay residuals, Eagle Heart, they still send me bills they're like this is how much you owe us <laughs> seriously because i got like i got like some uh you know pr- profit statement or whatever and it was at the, the last line was in the red i owe i still owe them money <laughs> what are you <laughs> what i don't know how could that fall out of your pocket i don't know i don't know they paid you? <laughs> so somehow Ugh. eagle art is still on the adult swim nook of uh, of HBO Max, check it out right next to the uh, Rick and Morty thumbnail. <laughs> Definitely, that's that's gonna stay you, up for a while. If you don't feel like clicking on that particular <laughs> thumbnail for whatever reason, click a few notches away. There's a lot um, of good thumbnails, non Rick and Morty, um, that are available to click. And nobody in your show, nobody's had to have been re- uh, recast. You don't have to go redub anybody in in Eagle Heart. Uh, not yet, you know. not yet. Shockingly, <laughs> but anybody's. <laughs> He's got ample opportunity to need to be redubbed. Uh, this is how much I. Uh, this is how strongly I feel about the Paul T. Goldman plug. I will forego 
our plugs. Whoa. We will not what? do this because that confuses the issue. You have what? Uh, Jason is grimacing. Jason's so upset with you now for not shitting plugs. our Patreon. Gonna get, he's going to go into Spidey mode. Oh, he's taking the suit off. Oh, he's taking the clerk coming out. Uh, we better wrap it up quickly. Watch Paul T. Goldman. He's going to shoot the web no of Scott's mouth. assignments. <laughs> Goodbye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.